Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I have a wife. I don't need to do this with you too, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get started. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Uh, Andy is in the combine, chugging along, drinking like a six-pack of beer, running over his day laborers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, with, his, with his cowboy pants on, or what do they call it? Overalls and his Overalls. And his corn, <laughs> corn cob No, pipe. no. <laughs> uh, so Andy was able to make it to Spring Fling, but uh, I think because of that, he had to kind of work some extra hours on the farm to kind of catch up. So uh, he's going to try to make it uh, later in this episode, but if not, um, uh, we can definitely catch up with him uh, next week. E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-O. All right. <laughs> this is episode number 174. Spring Fling 2019 recap. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, this what? was a this was a really good fun fly. What a whirlwind, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, um, obviously, we're gonna our weekend was uh, involved with Spring Fling, but just to kind of get into it a little. Um, I drove down Thursday early afternoon, probably around like ten o'clock. I left ten eleven, and uh, clear sailing all the way down, all the way down until I hit Virginia. And then it was basically a parking lot for uh, probably about 20 minutes. Then it would move congestion and another parking lot for another 15 minutes and then move. So, so I think it's stuck in about probably roughly an hour worth, worth of traffic. Um, but I did wow. get down there around 5 PM. Okay. So it wasn't too bad. Um, I think it took me seven hours instead of like five and a half, six. Um, I did make a detour on the way down, though, because, uh, you know, our good friend Mike, who uh, crashed his Goblin 500 the other day, I got his kit in, so I basically uh, drove down and dropped it off at his uh, his job before heading down. So that delayed me a little, too. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to make sure that he could get his kit so he could, st- you know, start rebuilding his helicopter for the weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. But uh, let's see, and then and then I left Spring Fling around Sunday at nine thirty and got home around three p.m. But we'll we'll talk definitely more about it in the main topic. Uh, what day did you drive down? You you didn't you weren't able to go Friday, were you? Right, so you went Saturday. Yeah, early Saturday morning. Yep, mm-hmm. and I wanted to leave at five. I think I by the time I hit the gas station in the bank, I was on the road at like six ish. I think six then, in the morning. Yeah, six in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got down there about noon. Okay. But the same thing happened to me. You know, you get over into Virginia and it's like 95 is the only road. Yeah. And it's constantly filled with people. There's way too many people down there and not enough road. I know why. Why is that? My wife told me um, she got the a government? driver's license. No, no, no. She got a driver's license in Virginia. Okay. Right. And you know what? And you know what she told me? Why the I ninety five is always so packed? Because you take your road test on the highway, and the highway is the only way to get around anywhere in Virginia. So what do you do? Is you jump on the highway. So oh. since you take the road test on the highway, people are most familiar with the highway. So it seems everyone takes the highway. So it's a traffic parking lot. Yeah. But, 
but it wasn't that bad, right? I mean, you got down there by noon. But you know what I re- remember driving down to Florida and stuff back in the 90s and stuff like that was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you'd pay the toll in Jersey and then you'd pay maybe another toll for one of the bridges. Yeah, Delaware bridges or, or tunnels. Mm-hmm. And that was it. There was yeah. no more tolls all the way down 95. Like, it seemed like every time I crossed over into a state, I was paying another toll. It was weird. Yeah. I must have spent like 60 bucks in tolls. Man, maybe not that much. Maybe 50. Because the turnpike's probably 10 bucks. And then I spent at least another, geez, 10 or $20. Yeah, easily. Easily. I mean, Just here I don't, it wasn't. It wasn't like crazy. I do remember there was a. I paid a toll on a bridge, and I also paid a toll on, on the tunnel in Maryland, the yeah. Baltimore tunnel, whatever yep. that is. Yeah. But this is why Easy Pass is so great because mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for for the states because you're not even feeling it. Four dollars, you didn't even feel that. Six dollars, no. eight dollars, you didn't feel. No, anything. but when they when when they do that early withdrawal on your account, you'll feel it then. <laughs> well, yeah, but nobody even looks at it because it's linked to your credit card, and yeah, you don't even look at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the one time driving down when I hit Virginia. I really wanted to do that. The rich, rich people easy pass I'll yeah, call, which is the another express thing. easy pass. Oh my god, dude! How did the voters let that happen? We're gonna put in tolls, and and you're gonna we're gonna put in roads, and you people are gonna pay for it, the taxpayers, and then we're gonna charge you like four dollars a mile or whatever it was. It's ridiculous. It was like I mean, it's not four dollars a mile, but like I think, like for me to get from like entering Virginia to like. My Fredericksburg exit was like maybe fifteen bucks or twelve bucks of like wow. Easy Pass Express toll. Now, don't quote me on this. I didn't take it. I just saw a bunch of signs and I was like, okay, that's kind of the area I want to go to. And it was like ten dollars and something cents. And I was like, the traffic's not bad, <laughs> and I stayed. And then, and then the traffic did get bad. <laughs> the traffic got bad after the tolls were over. After that, like express lane was done. I noticed when I went down. No, for me it was during that part. And I w- and because I specifically remember like looking over there, I'm like, damn it, I should have taken that, <laughs> you know. But anyways, um, and then when did you leave? You left early Sunday, right? Like before I even woke up, I think. Yeah, um, I know I was staying with Mike Welch, um, mm-hmm. in his camper, and um, huge thank you to him. But we'll probably get into it in a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. and I got up. I probably got up around six o'clock. I don't know. We kind of like. He, I know he wanted to leave by like eight the latest, and uh, mm-hmm. so I kind of got up, and made sure all my stuff was packed up, and you know, uh, yeah, I know he wanted to just round up a few things and hook up the trailer and get out of there. So I didn't right. want to be a burden on him or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. got up and, and got ready, and you know, cleaned up, whatever. So I left. I left. Uh, I think seven o'clock. I left. Yeah, I ended up um, packing all my stuff the night before, and basically, I had to pack like my clothes and. Uh, my blanket and you know pillow and sleeping bag like that type of stuff but you going back man yeah it, the gps told me it was going to take me four and a half hours and i wound up stopping for something mm-hmm. uh probably the yeah, bathroom for fuel or, or, and bathroom and yeah and food, I, I definitely yeah. had to stop for gas so it was like mm-hmm. five hours coming back i i cranked going back man i was home by like 11 11 30 i think yeah me too like i was i mean not 11 30 but i was home Fairly early compared to going down there for sure, yeah. Yeah. So, so before we go to the main topic, one of the things that um, you know, I'm definitely gonna say is like, I really like this event, and because I like it so much, I got no sleep at the event. <laughs> I had like, literally, it was um, Thursday. I went to sleep at four thirty in the morning, and then for Friday, I woke up at eight 
o'clock or 8.30. So about four hours sleep. And then from Saturday was like, Friday to Saturday was like uh, almost the same thing. And then the next day was like two o'clock and I woke up at seven or eight. Like, you know, I slept in from Saturday, Sunday, just a little bit more. But it it was, you know, it was just that. Like I, you know, rarely got even six hours of sleep, you know. It was, yeah. It was crazy. Jeez, um, I, don't know, I don't know how you drove home after that then. That must have been a struggle. Um, It wasn't that bad. I, you know, it's weird. Like. You know me. Normally, like two hours, I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to drive anymore." You want to drive? You want to switch? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. Like, I was listening to some podcasts. You know, I was kind of listening, and and I don't know. Just I guess the the adrenaline of the whole fun fly and everything. Um, I still, you know, I still kind of had energy from it. It's weird. That's it's, cool. it's very weird. Yeah. I'll tell you what, dude. After the week I had, and the you know the. Friday night I had and I knew this was going to be busy and I was just going to be going, go, go. I was actually, I drove down. I barely listened to anything. I kind of enjoyed just sitting in the peace and quiet and, and driving down. I really, I, maybe I listened to a half an hour of a podcast and maybe some music mm-hmm. a little bit, but most of the time I just sat there, you know, just enjoying the peace and quiet, man. Oh, oh no, no, no. I was blasting music. <laughs> I was I was blasting podcasts, you know, like I was just I don't know. Uh, let's so let's kinda go into the main topic here. Right. And and I, we kinda broke it up into a couple sections here. And the first section is people. The people. Yeah, we have we have a lot of names here. So uh why don't we just kinda you know what I'm gonna do? Dude, this is the main reason I went down there. Just to hang yeah. out with everybody. Really, to be honest with you. I mean I can fly wherever. And I I did enjoy myself flying, dude. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I was thrilled to see everybody, man. All right, so we have a lot of people here. We have almost seventy names. So let's kind of I'll do ten, you do ten, and just switch back and forth. We'll do ten at a time. Okay. Uh, so the first first ten I have is uh, Casey Campbell and Joe Reyes. Uh, these two are the CDs of the event. They're the ones who always throw the event and set up. And all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, definitely want to give a you know, big shout out to the Fredericksburg area RC club. Uh, they're the ones who are hosting, you know, at their field the event. And they do every year of spring fling and fall mow down. And they're awesome. You know, it's an awesome club that allows us to to take you over for a weekend and just, you know, have fun, right? So yeah, because it's a big shout out. It's not a straight up helicopter club or anything like that. It's oh no, know, far from it. Yeah, it's everything. Um, mm. And uh, you know they get their their members to come in and and volunteer and you know work the event. Yeah, so you know? at this kitchen, yeah, and cook all the meals and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's 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 pretty huge, dude. That they're and I don't know how many of those guys are actually helicopter guys. You know, um, so it's not cool. much. Mm-hmm. No, I, I wouldn't think. You know, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, since Joe's there, of course, his son Travis was there. Yep. Um, I, I saw Joe, mm-hmm. man. I went up and said hi, Joe, man. I, I like Joe. Joe's a good dude, man. And Travis, yeah. I, I know Travis, um, but I mean, he was just busy the whole time. I think I said yeah. hi to him once. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ron Riccio, and I got to give him a shout out because he uh, let me stay in his camper for the weekend. Yes. Saw Ron. Yeah, Ron. And then, of course, his daughter came by a little later because uh, f- he was there for the Alliance School. So he was there since, I think, Wednesday. 
Right. Um, and then his daughter Maddie, who's gotten so tall now. Wow. She um she came down with uh Rob and the McClellans um yep. Friday night. So uh let's see. Uh when I got down there, I, the first couple of folks I saw was Eric, aka Smith Milk. Yep. And Glenn Wallach. And Glenn. Yeah, I saw Glenn. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely yep. said hi to Glenn. And Eric, it was funny. They were doing the raffles, and I didn't have mm-hmm. anything in the raffles, and we walked over. She's funny. Andy and I. And Eric was standing there by himself, and I was talking to a couple of people, and I saw Eric like across from where the raffle was being held, like on the other side of the circle of people. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I got to go talk to that guy. And I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, Eric, how's it going? And he's like, hey, man, how are you? No, good to see you, blah, blah, blah. The next thing they call is that. A line seven hundred. Oh, okay. Like, I got, I got something better. I got something right before that. Okay. So Eric is standing there, and he has his tickets, and I'm looking at his tickets, and I'm like, "Why does he have both parts of the ticket? The <laughs> other parts have to be in the bucket, or you're not going to get picked because your tickets aren't in the oh nice the draw." So he ended up like ripping him off real quick and start stuffing him in all the different. Um, you know, I guess uh, what are those like? Whatever, they're like yeah. popcorn containers or whatever, pretzel yeah. containers, popcorn um, containers. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so, dude, like I was saying, I go up, I say mm-hmm. hi, and like a split second later, they call his number for the seven hundred, and yeah, he was so like, he- "Oh man, you're like my, my my lucky charm." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I was just gonna say I never win nothing." Yeah, and so I took mm-hmm. a picture of it and he posted it on Facebook. He sent it to his wife. Nice, and he's an aligned guy. Couldn't have went to a more perfect guy, like. He loves the Align 550 that he has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Line 700A, man. Yep. So awesome. Yeah, awesome for him. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? We had uh, Charlie, Charles Crespo Jr. Charlie, yep. Yeah, he was out there. I got a chance to talk uh, to him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Snyder and his buddy Larry, uh, both who fly for Minch Aircraft. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Saw Kyle, dude. He came up. We spent a lot of time together. I mean, I wasn't there long, just really, you know, Saturday from noon on. And yeah. uh, Kyle's a good dude, man. I like hanging out with, with Kyle. He said they're going to do their uh, Tuscarora Field show again this year coming up. And gonna nice. going to be a little different. Like, you know how last time we when we went, it was kind of one at a time. He said they're going to yeah. do... They're going to do that, but they're gonna also going to stage like an hour of open fly and then an hour of maybe one at a time. And I said that'd be good because the press could get some good footage or good pictures of, you know, the open fly and everything going on, you know, also yeah. with, with the individual people. Mm-hmm. And he said they're going to do a truck show one day and then a car show the next day, like truck and motorcycle show. And I was like, all right, that's cool, you know. So nice. we'll keep everybody apprised as when that'll come out. Yeah. Like when that'll be uh. Yeah, that's books. cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Walt from RC uh, Heli Hooligans podcast. Walt Razor. He was there. Yep. Definitely good to see Walt. It's been a while. Great to see Walt, man. I hung mm-hmm. out with him for a little bit. Yep. Yep. And he uh, let's see. Huh? He sold me a motor. Oh, is he the one who sold you that motor? Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. We had a chance yeah. to talk, and he was like, hey, man, I got a 690 motor. Brand new, with the pinion. I think he posted it on Facebook, but he gave me a good deal, so I couldn't pass it up. Nice, very sweet. Uh, let's see who else do we have. We have Ed Johnson. He was there with his buddy uh, Greg Barbuda. Yeah, man. And Ed had his killer charging case. Dude, that case is ridiculous. 
It's like, first of all, it's like 80 pounds. It takes like, it, it's like you need to be a professional bodybuilder to freaking pick that thing up. <laughs> well, well, we were looking at it and Greg was like, Kevin, pick it up. Try and pick it up. And I didn't even try it. No, you're like, <laughs> nah. Like, nah. I didn't even it's... get close enough to try it. <laughs> but dude, what yeah. a great job Joe Cashwell did on that yeah. case, man. Like, it is unbelievable how detailed it is. It's uh, if anybody doesn't know, it's the flux capacitor in the middle of the case, mm-hmm. and then the one door opens up and it has the actual like switch to turn everything on that like T handled switch, mm-hmm. and geez Louise, man, just and it makes a sound and it's got other add ons that he's working on uh, that are just amazing, man. What a job Joe did on that, and it gets to eighty eight point eighty eight volts and it shines really bright. It's just really what a bunch of, what a what a great case and what a attention to detail that Joe did. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, totally. But it was great to see Ed, man. Uh Ed's Ed's another like I want to say I love all these guys, man. Like they're such good dudes, man. Like hanging out and, and talking to all of them, man. Yeah, yeah. Me, Ed and um Greg, we I mean we like I you guess guys went out for break lunch bread. a few times, right? Yeah, yeah, we went out for lunch, we went out for dinner a couple times. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, so so that's a bunch of names. Why don't you throw off some names next? Well, the McClellans were there. McToon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, Rob and Devin. And yeah. Devin. And I spoke to Rob for a while. And, you know, Devin's Devin, man. I spoke to him. But Devin's all over the place. He's running around like crazy. Uh, put some really good flights on everybody's helicopter. I think if you had a helicopter and showed up, Devin flew it at least once. Uh, <laughs> uh, our buddy Bill was there. And uh, it was funny because... We released. I guess I released the podcast. You were already down there, so you usually do the releasing of the show, and I released it Thursday because I knew you were already down there, and I was like, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just throw it on there, and I probably screwed up the Facebook posting and all that, but I threw you it on there You screwed it up, but you, you did put a note about Bill. And, uh, yeah, and so Bill's texting me on on Friday, I think, and he's or Saturday. I think it was Friday, and he's texting me. People are coming up to me and saying, Boy, they really ripped you apart on the podcast, and I was like, eh, "I know, I I said a few things I, that weren't yes. that so, nice, but uh, but uh, yeah." I listened to the podcast on my way back from uh, Virginia. Okay, and, uh, sorry, Bill. We did, we did, we did pretty. We, we did. all kind of took our parts, and you know what I call snipes, like take hits on them. You know, um, yeah. And some of it was like, I mean, some of the stuff you're saying was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were all doing it. So, I, you know, we're all of us that are to blame. But, um, you know, obviously, and we've said this to him in person. If we didn't like him, we wouldn't bother. We would have not even mentioned him. So, you know, dude, <laughs> so it's all, it's all fun and games. We're just, you know. And Bill's a us. good sport, dude. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's definitely he's a good, good sport about it. about it. And he gets me back. He gets in front of the video and he says, help, help, help. At nauseum, so uh, he gets me back. So. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, Bill was there. Good to see him, and he was, dude. He had the camera in his hands the whole time, man. Yeah, I think he only done like a couple of handful of flights, and he's just been there, like filming away. Yeah, I did not see him flying, but every time somebody went out for a flight, you know, mm-hmm. on the main flight line, he was there. Yep, yep. So good job, Bill. Can't wait for that video. Or those videos, I should say. Those videos, yeah. So, um, 
your buddy Kyle Stacy was there. Mm-hmm. And, and Bert Cameron, Bert and Kyle. And I I walked up to Kyle, said hi, said hi to Bert. Bert looked a little tired on Saturday. I guess he was up. Dude, yeah. they were rough. <laughs> they were like I so Saturday night. No, Saturday night, no, Friday night. So I got my days mixed up. From Thursday to Friday, I actually stayed with Bill in his hotel because I was building a Kraken. And I'll kind of go into that a little later. But from Friday night to Saturday, they were behind um, Bert's a bunch of people. And I'll kind of go into names later. But there, a bunch of people were behind Bert's camper. Right. Including Bert. And there were karaoke singing. What? And there are karaoke singing and karaoke singing. And then I go back and it's around 4 o'clock in the morning and there's still karaoke singing. And I think around that time, Bert went in. But, like, there's other folks that are still screaming, <laughs> you know. Shit. Uh, well, I should I, say screaming. Singing and, you know. <laughs> I missed the karaoke singing? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty crazy. Engelbert Humperdinck. I have no idea. But it was only country music. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. I, can do, I can do a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was so the next day he was like, Well, he was out of it, <laughs> you know, karaoke and, and a few adult beverages. You know how, yeah. how the night goes with karaoke. Yeah. He, I don't think there's ever a person that ever does karaoke sober. <laughs> At least I hope yeah, not. <laughs> hope not. Yeah, anyways, let's continue on. So, uh, Gator was there, I saw him real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Gator, aka Gator. Is that how you spell yeah. his last, or say his last name? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess. I don't know. I saw John Cook, and mm-hmm. I saw Justin Cook's shirt from the back. I saw him flying a few times. Justin just never ceases to amaze. He's, oh, that kid is amazing. He's a good pilot, man. He really is. Super fast, super aggressive. Yeah. And uh, it was cool. Like, I don't remember everybody having the shirts, like, on at all times. You know, like... It was almost like different football teams, you know, like mm-hmm. you had the SAB guys always had their shirt on. The only fine heli guys always had their shirt. And, and and it's usually the A-main guys that always have their shirt on. And I didn't see. I saw a couple guys without their shirts. Well, not without their shirts, but in different shirts. Yeah, there was a couple guys that probably didn't get their team shirts yet. Like I know Scott Graham. I don't recall seeing him in the A-main team pilot shirt. Um. But, like, the core A-Man group that I saw, yeah, they had their shirts. Yeah, okay, cool. But but not everyone, I guess, yeah. It was cool from, like, the outside in to be like, oh, this is, like, everybody got their shirts on. And it's just, it was was really cool to see, you know? Hmm? So I I brought that up because all I saw was, like I said, the back of Justin's shirt. Um, Uncle Ron was there and his family, Kathy and Olivia, his wife Kathy, his daughter Olivia. Uh, Scott Graham. Yeah, Scott's freaking... Scott, if you listen to this, you're freaking crazy, bro. In a good way, but you're crazy. Yeah. Like, no sleep, freaking delirious on Red Bull, like, still throwing down and still freaking riding the unicycle and running yeah. around like a 12-year-old kid. Like, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But I love you, man. It's fucking crazy. these guys do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you want to take the next few? Yeah. So uh, let's see. We have Dave... Um, my own and his wife, um, Mark, who came up to us. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. So, Mark, I'm going to butcher your last name. I think it's all clear. Yeah, I think but, that um, was it. Uh, but, you know, Mark's great. 
Yeah, he was from the Massachusetts area. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was, he, you know, he he started like talking about, uh, you know, the screwdriver thing that I got, the RJX uh, 1.65 millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and how Andy was just like, and we're, what did he say? I, I, I can't even do it justice. Oh, yeah. What did he say now? He's uh, just like, the best moment that I'll never forget is that you're talking about this 1.65 millimeter RJX uh, tool that you got. And then, like, and like Andy cuts in and just, like, with his, you know, Southern Drug type of accent was like, what did he say? Something like, oh, and where's my blah, 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 or something no, like that. I think he said, uh, thanks, Steve, for being so thoughtful. Wasn't it thoughtful he liked? <laughs> something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it had us all cracking up. So that's awesome. Uh, Tony and his son, Mark. I don't think I've met them. No, I, I had pulled in and... Right after meeting, um, uh, right after pulling in and and uh, unloading a few things from the jeep, this guy mm-hmm. walked up, Tony, with his son. I think it was Tony and his son Mark. I'm pretty sure I got those names right. And just came up to me and said, "Hey, man, like the show, listen all the time. You know, thanks for doing it." And I was like, "Wow, man, thank you." You know. And yeah. the same with the next guy, the guy in the hoodie that saw us when it started raining. We were walking back Saturday night from the night fly me and andy and i was i was like maybe 20 feet ahead of andy and mm-hmm. uh guy walked by in the hoodie and he was like hey dude i love the show you know and i didn't even get his name but i think andy did so uh that's why i just want to give him a shout out you know who you are andy will probably yep. uh have your name when he comes on yep. uh let's see who else do we have uh leroy hall it was his first time he made it up which is yep. great andy introduced me to him yep mm-hmm yep uh, talking about Leroy. So the weekend that this episode comes out, I think it's the weekend or is it next weekend? But he's having a fun fly, the Cincinnati, Ohio fun fly. Smackdown, I think. Cincinnati Smackdown. That sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out if you're in that Ohio area and you can make it. Okay. Uh, so I do want to give him a shout out for that. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Mike Sobey and his... Uh, I think they're married now. Yeah, they're married. Dana, okay. I don't know if she uses her uh, maiden name or not, but Dana Halas. Yeah. Uh, Dana's sister, mm-hmm. Dana's sister, Brittany Ringer, was there. And then um, talking about the Ringer, Ringer sisters, there was also Ben Storick and, and his girlfriend, Amanda Ringer. I saw Ben. I got a chance to walk up and say hi to Ben and real mm-hmm. quick tell him. About the story, you know, him in Vegas and everything. And he was like, oh, that's so cool, dude. And I said, I probably got a picture somewhere and some video. Yeah. And I was like, it had to be like eight, nine years ago. Easy. Yep. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, of course, Mike Welsh and his wife, Laura. Of course. My buddy, mm-hmm. Mike. I got to thank you, Mike, so much for uh, letting me crash in your camper, dude. And he's got, well, his trailer, I should say, his, his palace on wheels. Man, Mike's a good. It's a nice camper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike, checked out his new truck, man. His truck is insane. Shit is diesel, dude. yeah, shit is insane. It's, dude, it's a four door dually with eight foot bed. He said it was like twenty something feet long, twenty seven feet long. I think it's a really big truck, man. Yeah, and his dog Jasmine. Yeah, it was it was great to see him. I, you know, yeah, he hooked Jasmine. me up big mm-hmm. time. So I can't it's thank you enough, huge. Mike. Huge. Yep. Yeah. He's really good. And they got the whole camping thing down. They go camping all the time. It's it's pretty cool. 
And he's coming down to the uh, free fall event, he said. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, let's see. Um, and then we had the Diamantes, the- right? So Mike, Dolores, and Chris, and and their dog. I forgot their Minky or Min. I forgot the dog's name. Minky? Uh-uh. Minky? <laughs> I don't know. It's not Minky. No. Something like that, though. But, um, yeah, yeah. So they were there. It was great to see them. Yeah. Always a pleasure to see them. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to take the next? Sure. I saw Andrew Lack. He was there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I saw this guy and ran up and gave him a hug. Ryan's a now. I like Ryan. He's a good dude. I always say he's the type of guy I can get in trouble with. You know, oh, yeah. If there's alcohol involved. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was good to see him, man. I wasn't expecting him to be there because isn't he from like, he from like Wisconsin or something? Um, yes, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he drove down. Yeah, he, he drove all the way from Wisconsin. He's the man. And he had like one of those campers, you know. Uh, yeah, you know what do you call it? He had those campers that they um, set up for you and everything. Yep. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. I saw a few of those this time around. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy right next to Mike, uh, same that guy uh, Mark, I think, and his crew. And those guys were in a in a setup camper. Okay, I think so. Yeah, I know. Ryan was saying uh, that he had come down like two days earlier because they were setting up the camper on a Sunday, so he was down there for an entire week. Oh wow! Yeah. And also saw Rob Winter and his family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rob, I forgot his wife's name, but um, Alex, his daughter was there, and I think his son, too. Yeah, I saw Alex. Robert yep. or Rich. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. uh, Gabriel Jimenez and his family saw him. He's the guy that bought my 690, right? No, 690. 380. No, 690. <laughs> Not six ninety. Three eighty. The KC five seventy. Oh, five seventy. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Can't keep up. And anymore. he's been loving that helicopter. Oh, good by for the way. him, man. Awesome. Yeah. He 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 did switch out the the canopy, the zeal stuff because he's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. But he's a yeah. SAB he guy. was he was out there um killing it, dude. Team pilot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like I think he, I think, yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, he was he was loving it. He was killing it. Night flying and everything, man. Awesome. I I saw uh, Mr. Michael Shaggy Parker, and we kind of both saw each other at the same time. And we were like, hey, how's it going? We came around, you know, run over and we're chatting for a little bit. He did the old, uh, the whole uh, drag racing thing with the. Uh, the Mishfire. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The speed cup. Yeah. The speed cup thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me he had his 12S500 something happened with it. He was having, oh that shit blew up on him. Yeah, he was having uh, dropouts or yeah. something, but we'll talk about that yeah, a little bit. He, yep, Mister Nut, Chris Nut was there, doing his best attempt at vinyl siding <laughs> Uncle Ron's trailer. Yes, he was installing some stickers crooked once, crooked twice, <laughs> crooked. Uh, I gotta bust his chops. This is Ron Cors Junior. We're talking about Mister OCD himself, crooked. Yeah, Chris Crooked. <laughs> He's gonna hate me. Uh, he is. Um, Doug Darby. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Doug. You saw Doug? Yeah, oh, dude. Damn. He had his new. Uh, I wanted to see him. So you know how Doug has that 
awesome trailer, right? The it's not, it's not a camper; it's a trailer, right? It has like a little living room area, and then it has like that. It's like the back part of the toy hauler party has like his little shop, or whatever. Right. Right. Dude, he bought a Freightliner huge RV. Oh, jeez. To tow that. To tow that. To tow the thing. Like he used to tow it oh. with like uh, I don't remember some big truck, right? Some uh, three quarter ton or yeah, one and a half ton truck, whatever it was. Um, yeah, one one and a half ton. It's like a thirty five hundred or three fifty or something, right? A huge truck, and now he got. A huge like tractor trailer size, like the front part of it looks like a tractor trailer, like a Freightliner, you know. Sweet. And in the back is an RV. Nice, huge. No, I humongous. didn't see any of that. I would like yeah. to have met Doug. I don't think I've ever met him. Oh, you definitely must have met him. Maybe. Yeah. Know. Well, next time around, definitely I'll introduce you if, if yeah. you haven't. Because he's the guy that's come up with some of the custom stuff for the SAB, right? Mm-hmm. The, the goblins. Yeah, yeah. the Neo. And the Neo. Cases yep. And stuff. Yeah. Yep. I'll bring this one up because yeah, I wrote this one. I I briefly saw Marek Kuniki. Uh he's the one who does all those awesome photography, awesome photos at these events. Yeah. I only saw him for like a brief moment though. Like I think it was Thursday or maybe Friday, but I you know, for like briefly and I didn't see him the rest of the event. So yeah. I don't know if he wasn't something came up or wasn't able to, you know, stay there or whatever. Okay. Uh this guy here, Drew Robinson. My man Drew. The first guy I saw when I pulled in to register. I got out of mm-hmm. Jeep, and there he was. With and his, his dog, Duncan. With his dog, dog, Duncan, yep. Yeah. And he looks great, man. At first thing I said to him was, holy cow, you lost some weight. And he was like, yeah, man, I've been trying. Yeah. And good. He good for him. He's, he looks good, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into it, but he made some life changes that, that are that's a big plus for him. Oh, good for him, man. Yeah, awesome. And I saw Derek Chekis, but I didn't get a chance to... Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to these guys like I did up at Rochester um, mm-hmm. at all. I, I saw Derek real quick, but, you know, wherever those two guys are a team, you know, they're always together. Usually. Yeah, I mean, they live in the same, you know, same area. They like fly together. Same area. Yeah, they fly yeah. together. They're, they've been buddies for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, they, they tend to roll to these fun flies together for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. You want to take the next? Punch? Yeah, so we have Paul Bergen and his family, uh, his wife and two sons. I saw came. Paul. Yeah, Paul, and he, he won, won the, uh... the, the BK servos. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep, so that was awesome. Congrats, Paul. Yep. Uh, Maynard, uh, Mickle, John Mickle III. Mickler. Uh, he, Mickler, sorry. Maynard. Uh, Maynard. And it was awesome to see him because he moved down to South Carolina, I think, South Carolina or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. And, um, you know, he used to live in Long Island. So uh, we, you know, basically every normal, like, Upper East Coast, Northeast yeah. fly, we see him. Yeah. But, you know, recently, no, nah, we haven't because he's been, you know, he moved. So, yeah. Uh, so camped right next to Ron and us um, was Cliff Lewis. An interesting story is, uh, you know, my that Synergy E5 Super Stretch. When I first joined Team SAB USA, he was like, oh, are you going to sell that heli now that you're part of SAB? And right. I was like, eh, maybe, yeah, you know, I'm not sure. No. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's like it's like the hassle of, like, taking part of heli and selling it. You know, I just, you know, hear me up. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, if I do decide to sell it, I'll let you know. But the funny thing is I did sell that heli, and it wasn't to him. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. Um, I sold it to <laughs> I sold it to McClellan. <laughs> Rob took it for me. Oh, of so, course. 
So, you know, and, and because Rob's local to me, it was just like, here you go. He just, he basically came and picked it up. I didn't even, have, I didn't even have to hand it to him. He just, here you go, take it. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that, Cliff. Feel um, free to unlike the show. But it's okay. I, you know, I was talking to Cliff. He's like, dude, I don't really need it. He has two, All right. two flying right now. And I think he said he has even a one, like, brand new E5 um, kit in a box. Like, oh, wow. He's good. He, you know, it is He's his good. favorite helicopter, though. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Todd and Candy Dudek. They were there. Okay. Uh, Paul Androli. Good to see him. I saw Paul. Yeah. Uh, Josh Goodrow. Andrew Marlino. Andrew Marlino uh, is ridiculous. That kid is ridiculous on those sticks, man. He really is. Really good. Uh, let's see. Jason Bell. Another really good one. Mm-hmm. Good pilot. And just to note, everyone, this is not in any sort of order. This is just like as yeah. we're yeah, writing we're this just, list, just yeah. remembering. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so then we also have Rob Monty. Saw Monty a few times. I didn't say hi to Monty, but I saw him. He was always busy whipping mm-hmm. by me or something. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mike DiPaolo was there. Yep. He helped me do some soldering. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess you could take the, the next 10. Mike Lewandowski was there. Mm-hmm. Tyson, of course, was there. Mm-hmm. Tyson yep. Hanslick. Yep. Um, Charles L. Carrington Sr. I don't think I saw yep, Charles. Charles there. Yeah, Team Synergy. He was there. I don't know if I saw him or not. Shannon and Caleb Turner. I know I know. I saw yep. Shannon, but uh, uh, I saw Caleb fly once, man. And, he, dude, that kid's just insane. No canopy. Never a canopy. And uh, just crazy, man. But Shannon's a good guy. I saw Shannon in, in his Only Fine Hellies trailer there where you guys recorded the unboxing and I yep. had to pick up Got to give a special shout-out for that, for letting us use his uh, yeah. his brand-new uh, mobile pop-up store for that. Yeah, man. And he had everything. He had a lot of stuff in that trailer. That was that was cool. Because you go to these fun flies, man, and, you know, you don't un- you have unfortunate incidents. It's It's cool that you can get stuff right there. Well, not even that, or you might have said, hey, I'm going to build this new Kraken when I get to the event, but I totally forgot to buy, bring servo horns, extensions, you know, I brought I brought my Scorpion 200 ESC, but I left all the wires to, like, because the wires come out, they, they you know, the, oh. the JC, the servo leads come out. Yeah. So they were out and I never put them back in. So they're, they're sitting here right behind me and, uh, and he had a, he had the, like the, the wiring kit. So, dude, he saved my, he saved, he hooked it up so that I was able to get that Kraken in the air uh, the next day. Like, the, you know, so I got to give a shout out for that. Like, you know, I can't, it's priceless to to have that type of uh, part support and, um, you know, at these events. So, yeah, it's awesome. It really is. It, it's a lifesaver, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a thousand times over, really. So thanks, Shannon. Because that can't be easy either. You know, I mean, he's not. Uh, yeah, it's not cheap. He doesn't show up, you know, unassisted. He's got a, you know a trailer and he's paying for gas and you know his time and everything. Sure. Yeah. You know. Uh, so I hope he did good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Jesse Allen was there. Yep. First time meeting Jesse Allen. He's a uh, one of the Ohio boys. He's up there by Mike Sobey and those guys up there. And- nice. So- yeah, Mitch, it's good to see him and meet him. Mitch Moroza. Mar- Moroza. Yeah, Mitch Moroza. 
Dude, that kid can fly. Yeah. Holy crap. Yes. And we'll talk about like memorable flights and stuff. Yeah. Dude, this next guy, he did some pretty killer 45 degree hovering, man. He did more than 45 degree hovering. Kevin Teshner, that's me. Mm-hmm. Was killing it. Yeah. Well, I was killing it in the chair. Just sitting there. Uh, Were you drinking? Uh, towards the end of the night, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Seemed pretty light. You seemed pretty pretty chill. Um sober. Really? No, when the sun went down, like when we were all standing around. Oh, you weren't there where we were all standing around just hanging out, you know, bullshitting uh yeah, I was I had a few drinks. Dude, I, mm. I had the whole I just grabbed a bottle of vodka and left him and it was open. So I drove mm-hmm. all the way down with a open container and all the way back home with a empty open container. So you finished it? How much did you finish? How much oh, would you know. say you drank? I don't know. I, I only had a, no, I only had a, a few. But okay. it's... Dude, I don't know. I shouldn't really talk about it, but... sometimes oh, you weren't flying. It was at night. You no, know? but sometimes it amazes me. Like, I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like, damn, where'd all that vodka go? And I don't remember <laughs> drinking it. And it's just like, it's gone. And I'm like, yeah. I gotta go get another bottle already? Like, I'm like, oh, man. I, I blame the wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't get them shipped in by the case. I should. I should start. I should start doing that. I mean, can't kettle one come out with a larger bottle? Maybe like a five gallon bottle. That would really help. What's the biggest? Do they do they they still, they make um, a Magnum though, right? One point seven five liter. That's the biggest. Yeah, one point seven five. They gotta have like some like promotional five liter bottle or something. You know, <laughs> like you awesome. know those big champagne bottles. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like they're yeah. almost prop like because they're so damn big. I mean, I'm gonna start buying two when I go because just it's yeah. I'm gonna be. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> okay. Um, Andy Ross was there and his girlfriend Tima, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, Andy. I gotta say this right now before I forget. I went out to the flight line with Andy, and I watched him fly. And he says, oh, "I'm I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of rusty." Dude, he threw down a killer flight, and it wasn't hardcore smack 3d it was just really precise he was doing a lot of pyro stuff a lot of inverted reverse flying stuff and just i I was really amazed like i was like dude that was awesome and then he did this crazy freaking high auto where he just came down like it was nothing like he's super smooth like on the sticks dude he is just Mm -hmm. awesome man i was I, i was floored because i don't remember seeing him fly too much i don't remember you know what he was like but uh dude i gotta tell him i i told him you know he's like dude that was amazing it was great Mm -hmm. man so it was cool yeah man yeah and he could fly and this guy could fly too steve yun nah he's a hack dude he hacked the shit out of that kraken uh dude you (laughs) did a great job though man you were like you went out there and you got a lot of comments on YouTube because you did a cool thing. You you recorded me flying, you got Andy flying, and then Andy got you flying. And uh, yeah, I was like, we need to at least each yeah. take a flight and record it. Like yeah, we have yeah. to. Yeah. And now, uh, dude, that flight was awesome, man. Your flying's really stepped up, dude. I mean, I have like a maneuver too that I like to do, and then uh, yeah. just whatever, and then I fake the rest, fake it to make it. And you know what <laughs> I I noticed about myself, and I know I was only I only flew the the oxy four because the 690 had an issue with which i'll talk about but uh yeah that i got i was i wasn't 
phased at all. Like I seemed more comfortable there flying than even at our field with nobody there. Like I was just, I was doing some low tail, you know, tail down stuff and just uh, tail down funnels and backwards flying and just, just doing silly stuff. And I wasn't really phased at all. I had, I really enjoyed myself. Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. And also Raja was there. Mm hmm. 30-minute flight time, Raja. What is 30-minute flight times? Yeah. Sitting in a lawn chair. Yep. The umbrella. <laughs> Dude, it was hysterical. The night flying he did, he flew for like a minute, and then they brought the chair out. He stopped. He landed. Yep. They brought the chair out, and he sat in the chair. <laughs> and then everyone left. <laughs> I, was, no. I was crying. That was, that was yeah, too fun. Yeah, it's awesome. He's, right, a, so- he's a very like um, precise pilot like he flies very precisely like you know his precision um he's also funny because like that guy racks in like insane amount of flights like tens of thousands of flights in like a year it's like it's ridiculous or thousands of flights in a year whatever it is but dude he did the balloon challenge where they have the balloon on on streamers and he wasn't he was doing a pretty good like 3d style flight there i'd never seen him do that i thought it was pretty good for him you know for what i've seen Mm -hmm. him usually do yep so you want to take the next 10? Yep. So we have uh, also, you know, from the Ohio crew, I guess we could say, is Jeff Miller or Jeff Miller. Uh, it's good to see him. You know, I got to see, I think we meet up with him pretty much every spring, fall, or each other, you know, those events. Cool. Uh, let's see who else was there. From A-Main, Frank Columbia, team manager. Yep. Uh, Leon Luke. Leon Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Ooh, the winner of the amateur, is it amateur? Yeah, the amateur 3D competition and the Speed Cup, Sherman Martin. Wow. Yeah. Good um, job, Sherman. I, I got I to gotta make a mention of the, the Speed Cup, too. The the top, the fastest helicopters were all goblins, I'm just saying. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. <laughs> that was That's because it's fixed, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? That's why the, of course. Oh God, was it fixed? It was spring crack and fling, right? It's yeah. an SAB sponsor. <laughs> no, no, but um, okay. So Anthony Garcia, not not. Sorry, Anthony, we didn't see you there. No, we didn't see you there. I don't even think he listens to the show anymore. No, he doesn't care. Let's let's see if he listens to the show. Anthony, you quanker <laughs> in denial. Who says I fly more FPV wings now? Oh boy! And gonna start flying helicopters. He doesn't even fly. Pure denial. He doesn't even fly quads anymore. Now he's flying wings. That's what he said. Yeah. Yep. I don't know, but he's not flying helicopters anymore. Nope. This guy was so hardcore into helicopters. Yeah. So hit me up. Text me if you heard this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we have? Uh, Mike Reed was there. That's good to see him and his wife. Yep. Oh, how do we forget this name here? Mr. Old Man, the OG Old Man 3D, Phil Goodwin. Yeah. Good to yeah, see man. Phil, man. Always good That's to see Phil. Uh, Dan, the man, Murnane. Dan Murnane. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else here. Oh, from the RC Hose, Jay Treadwell. Okay. Good guy. Always uh, good to see him. Tons of live video. Jay, follow him if you're not if you don't already follow him or friend him or whatever. Like every event he goes to, he does tons of live video. Uh, oh. Sherman too; they were doing tons of live video from uh, Spring Fling. So definitely follow. check out those two guys' uh, pages if if they did upload. I'm not sure if they just went live and if they saved it or not. But yeah, uh, Chris Chris Olk was there. Okay, 
Um, I usually see him at Spring Fling, Fall Mold Down, Urcha, those events. Like, you know, I think he's also, uh, I forgot what he said. Yeah, but anyways, um, let's see who else do we have. Well, actually, you can take the next or, or the last bit. Uh, Kevin Dover? He was mm-hmm. there? I thought I saw Kevin. Yeah, yeah, Kevin was there. And I got to say, you know, soon to be a dad. Oh, is he? Congratulations. And he's like, he's like, you're, he said, he said to me, I got it. I'm going to make it to your free fall event because that's going to be the last event before my kid comes. Oh, that'd so, be awesome. Yep. So he's having a son and, and we're all excited for him. Uh, it's going to be great. Cool. Life changing, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, let's see. And his friend, Edmund Chang. Is yep. it Chang? Okay. Yeah. Dude, this guy could fly, man. Edmund can fly. Dude, everybody there could fly. Yeah. Michael Lawrence. Yep. He was there. Uh, Jamie Robertson was there. I didn't yeah, see him I didn't, fly, though. I don't feel like I saw him fly at all. I know I know he was there. He was partaking in a karaoke. So I know he was there. Ah. But yeah, I don't I don't remember. Um, did you say I was there? Oh, we got we Andy. did. We got Andy jumping in on the show. Yes, we did say that you were there and you were there. We did what's say up, you were boys. There. Yeah. What's going on? What's up, Andy? Just walked in the house. See you work, Kevin. I told you, I'll just invite him and he'll just be able to jump on. Nice. Yeah. How's the corn? How's the corn? Meh. Uh, nah. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> so just to get you up to speed, uh, we are just talking about the people that we saw, you know, yeah. the names. And then uh, we we'll basically broke it down to like three main categories, people flying and crashing. Yep. <laughs> so, Sounds um, good, dude. Cool. So the last name we have here is Ernie and his family. No, that's not the last name because I got to find that other person too. Okay. Oh, um, Richard. Richard Sowers. Richard Sowers. Yes, Richard yeah. Sowers. That's, that's it. it yep. Okay. Yeah, and just so many more people that you know. I'm just the names aren't coming to me. You know, definitely. It was definitely a good event. I think there was over 140 pilots. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. was one thirty at noon on Saturday. I yeah, what that. what number were you, Andy? Huh? <laughs> huh? One forty two. One forty two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, had to bring that. Yeah, up. did you talk about that yet? No, no, no. no. Joe wanted me to bring that up. Joe literally texted me. I, I'm gonna go into my text message. He says, "You got to give Andy a hard time." On my recent post of Spring Fling page. And I'm like, and he says, hello. And I was like, okay, let me go take a look. <laughs> and then I saw what you did. <laughs> I, yeah. well, I read what you did. So I, well, you want to go kind, into it? Yeah, I kind of screwed up and forgot to register till like late Saturday. And then there was a bit of a misunderstanding, um, but it was totally my fault. And I didn't realize that I wasn't registered till we were driving back Sunday. So I was like, oh, shit, that was stupid. But I contacted Joe first thing Monday morning and got it all taken care of. Mm. Cool. So you made it right. want, That's good. Yeah, I don't want to be a dick that goes and doesn't give the club any money. That's just not a, the right way to be. No. I mean, not even that. It's like, you know, it's like staying at a hotel or eating dinner at a restaurant and not paying for it. Like, yeah. You know, you're 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 at this event, 
you know, you're using their field, you're using their bathrooms, their amenities, their showers, and whatever, what have you. Probably even getting a pilot center, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you don't pay, like. Mm, well, yeah. it's not even that. I mean, it your support, uh, you're supporting a club. I mean, they're they use that money to improve the field, improve the club. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all about supporting stuff like that. Yeah. It was just uh, it was just dumb. I the whole trip was kind of super short notice and i just didn't have all my ducks in a row and i'm just an idiot basically <laughs> no you're not happens then it'll happen to anybody i'm surprised well we we pretty much remembered half of the registered pilots or a little bit less than half yeah yeah i was impressed i can't remember things from yesterday so i don't know how you remember you <laughs> talked to all those people i think it's more that like these are my like extended heli buddies my friends you know family yeah um that anytime we go to these events like i would say a good like 80 percent of these names i see you know so it's like after seeing them over and over again you know hanging out with them all the time talking shooting the shit it um it sticks with you you know mm-hmm. so cool yeah i met right. a bunch of people that i don't have any i can't remember their name yeah so. <laughs> I'm sure there's definitely more than I we can't yeah. remember either. It's, it just yeah. happens. Um, especially because we weren't doing our due diligence writing people's names or taking pictures. We, we kind of didn't do a lot of that stuff, you know? Yeah, I wanted to take a lot of pictures. Like, I just wanted to take selfies with everybody. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't work. All right. Let's move on to the next uh, part of this main topic here and the flying, right? You know? The flying, dude. Yeah. One of the things that really stands out is Mitch Morosa's night flight. This guy threw it down, doing all this crazy stuff. I can't. I don't know the names of. I don't know what. I can't even describe the maneuver. But it just. It just. You know. It just. It stayed with me. Like memory wise. Like you have to mention it because it was an amazing flight. And you know. So that was that was awesome. Well, dude, if we're talking about memorable fl- memorable flights uh, mm-hmm. at night, man, uh, the one that Chris Diamante did when we were watching the balloon challenge, you know, with the streamers and the balloons, dude, I've seen him fly a lot, and he's on another level than I remember because he threw down a really killer flight, man. He was really low to the ground, and I know he's been ramping up his game for more competitions and stuff like that and it showed it showed it really did i mean he's just yeah he's doing a really good job man just wow i i didn't think he could get much better and he's just really it, it he i could see an improvement definitely so great job mm-hmm. Chris, man yep another person had an awesome night flight caleb turner um yeah. and that kid is getting better and better by the minute like it's insane i only saw caleb during the day I didn't see him at night. Yeah, this is Friday night he flew. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was a Facebook Live video I posted. Christian Monty's night flight with his black nitro was freaking awesome, too. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, his uh, his magnets for his gov like sensor, I guess, like popped out. So Goodrow just was like, we're going to set up a V-curve on his. <laughs> and they did. And like he, that helicopter was pulling hard, man. And Chris was just laying it down, man. Nice. There's times where I was like, "That helicopter is in. It's gonna go in." Like, and 
no problem. Couldn't believe it. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Merlino did a killer, killer night flight. The kid's insane. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's flying it. Mach 1, like freaking f- that helicopter doing those big hurricanes whizzing by so quick. Like, go check out. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen the, the live videos um, after you listen to this episode, go check out the Free Forestry Podcast Facebook page. I went a couple of live videos. Goodrow did a live video. I did a live video of Merlino's flight, um, even our own flights and stuff. And But watch Diamantes and Andrew Merlino's flight. It was freaking insane. It was so, so good. I mean, I can't speak highly enough, for it, enough about it, but... Well, dude, Merlino's the kid I was talking about last show where I was like, there's some insane pilots out there, and he's definitely one of them. Every time I watch him fly, I'm amazed that the helicopter can stay in one piece with some of the stuff he does. Yeah. I've seen him do, you know, I've seen, you know, the wall type thing where, you know, you're kind of knife edge and you're stopping and you're moving back the other direction because you're changing the entire pitch of the blades. I've seen him do that. As he's doing a pyro and and turning and and just in a multiple orientation, like as he's doing the wall thing, where the blades are just making an awful sound, it's just amazing, man. Something to see him fly. It's so impressive. It really is, yeah, man. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt and uh, Kurt, Kyle and Bert did an awesome Kraken uh, tandem flight, and they did too. The first one, um, Bert actually ended up taking. Tapping the tail on the ground and, and stopping and autoing down. Um, but And I didn't get a chance to see the second flight, but I heard the second flight was even more amazing than the first. I don't know if I saw those. That was probably before I got there. Mm, possibly, yeah. Or it was Saturday during the day and I was on the other side or something. It was Saturday morning or something. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Friday evening, the first um, tandem flight. Okay. Wait, let me see. I have I have the video. I can it was tell Thursday night. It was Thursday afternoon? It was Sunday actually morning. Tuesday. No, Tuesday. so Bert and Kyle flew Tuesday at seven PM. Friday at five five thirty. So Friday, Friday I posted that. And then I think and then they flew again on Saturday, which I missed. Yeah. Any other amazing flights you guys saw? Well, I mentioned it earlier. I saw Andy fly and I was like Dude, you were killing it. You were doing a lot of really precise stuff and had full control of that helicopter, man. I was really impressed, dude. Did a good job. Then he did your crazy big air auto there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I always get frustrated because I land and then I remember, oh, there's like twice as much stuff I know how to do. Yeah. I forget to do it. Yep. Oh, no. okay. I have another flight I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I I do that all the time. I'm like, I should have done the barrel roll thing or whatever. And I'm like, ah, crap. All I did was flip. Did you talk about your 690 save? No, uh-uh. we didn't talk about the crashes yet. I don't know if that's oh, not wasn't a crash. a crash, but I was saving it for that. Yeah, I had two incidents I could talk about whenever. I don't know. We'll talk it. Well, yeah. I'll throw it in the crashes. In a crash. I mean, it's not really a crash, but failure. Yeah. It's a failure. Two failures. Two failures make a success, though. Yeah. Does it? Three lefts just make like, a right. Just like two wrongs make a right. <laughs> I, my, I was always told two wrongs don't make a right. 
Yeah, two wrongs just equals uh, more wrong. I guess I was told backwards. Because that's when I usually say, well, three lefts make a right. And then pow, <laughs> I get the back of the hand. <laughs> back of the left hand or the right hand? <laughs> my right, my dad's left. Uh, another night flight that was pretty insane, I think, was uh, Jason Bell. Um, he flew Tyson's The Machine. Machine. It's like, yeah, machine. it's like a, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of helicopters. <laughs> uh, so it's, I think originally the airframe is a Mastro. Um, it's a potpourri of helicopters. <laughs> yeah, it's a Mastro mm-hmm. with a Diablo canopy, uh, with a custom tail box. Diablo Boom. Diablo Boom, right? With Gowie head and Gowie tail system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a you know mixed match pile of uh, of helicopters, and but it seems to fly pretty damn good. I mean, you know, they did well, say that it's very it's very uh, soft. I guess like you have to. It's loose. It but yeah, it also loose. has a Beast X on it, so that's oh, okay, most of that. Yeah, yeah, that could probably definitely contribute to that. Um, but he flew the crap out of it. Did really well. Nice. Yeah. If you want to see a video of that, go check out Jay, Jay Treadwell's uh, page. He had a, a Facebook Live of that. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Any other amazing flights that you guys want to mention? No? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was doing a lot of talking. Yep. Yeah. I mentioned Devin flying a lot of... A lot of stuff. <laughs> Devin flew everyone's heli except his own. <laughs> That's what I said. I said if you brought a helicopter, Devin at You're least flat. flew it one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so let's talk about some crashes. So what happened to your 690, huh? Uh, well, the first thing I had, first incident I had was with the Oxy 4, and I had crashed it a couple weeks ago. I fixed it, and not exactly sure what happened. It might have been my own mechanical mistake or something. I don't know. Lack of Loctite. I don't know. Uh, but I flew a flight. I flew great. Mm-hmm. I was whipping around, mm-hmm. just doing different things, kind of smooth. I came in. I was about a foot off the ground. I hit throttle hold, and poof, both tail blades shot right off. Like, <laughs> broke off at the hub part, not at the, at the above the yeah. hub. Yeah, kind yeah. of at the root. So the <laughs> round pieces were still unbolted into the the oh, grips. so like it didn't like like yeah. the screws and the screws didn't back no, out or anything. It's... No, no, the blades were broke, like both of them. Yeah, there was about a half inch of blade sticking out of the grip. Well, what are they? Plastic or carbon blades? Plastic. These were mm. the plastic ones, and I changed the plastic because they were yellow, and I really liked them until they broke. But uh, then I, we found other things missing. The tensioner was missing, and a couple of screws out of the one side of the fin itself. So the whole wow. the whole tail pulley system, the it's belt, kind of just hanging off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went down to Shannon, and he had a a tensioner piece, and put it all back together. Andy had Loctite, and uh, flew it a go. bunch, a couple more times. No no problems at all. And I had extra tail blades, the carbon fiber ones. But it was really weird. Like didn't happen while I was flying. Just when I hit throttle hold. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it happened after you hit throttle hold. Like. You yeah. landed, knock, nothing happened. I thought it sounded like a bumblebee had went through the blades or something. Yeah. It was just like that weird noise. And he landed. And it was like, well, I wonder what that was. Mm. Walked yeah. over there and there's no tail blades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And the 690, I flew probably a couple of minutes and uh, doing different things. I did a Puro flip, and it felt kind of slow. I remember checking the bank switch, like, am I in bank two or three? And I was in Mm -hmm. three, and then I did some TikToks, and it got really slow. Like, I could hear it. I could hear you could just hear the whole assembly like slowing down, the blade slowing down. So I landed, kind of autoed that thing down, and um, I guess my gear lash was a little too far out, and I chewed up the main gear. And the first time I go to do it right, where I set it with a piece of paper and all that, and take my time, and it took me a while to do, is the first time <laughs> it's freaking <laughs> I chew up the main gear. And I was talking to Walt, and he was like, "No, no, no, dude, I just jammed mine in there." So I don't know. I just probably go back to that i ordered a main i ordered a main gear and i think i ordered a canopy because my canopy is getting kind of old which is a tough pill to swallow because those canopies are like 100 oh yeah damn that much yeah and i have another one but it's not you know this the orange that i'm used to and that canopy is getting really faded too so i figured what yep. the hell, i'll order it you know sometimes when you order the 10 dollar piece you're like uh what else can i get you know so I was looking around and I was just yeah, like order a hundred dollar canopy. <laughs> you better be careful with that canopy. Why is that? You put a brand new canopy on there, you'll crash and smash it next flight. Okay, that's that? just Murphy's Law. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going to do it anyways. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just print more money. I mean, make more money. Sorry. Yeah. So that was it. Uh, I you know, and I heard a crash off the main flight line to the left. I heard it like it was like a midair explosion. I don't know who it was, but I remember them walking out and getting pieces, but I didn't see it at all. The only crash I actually saw was what's it, Andrew Marlino clipping the tail blades on the ground and then saving it. He was inverted, clipped the tail blades, popped it up. It was pirouing, and then it came slowly down as he stopped pirouing, and uh, he saved it. That was pretty impressive. That was pretty yeah. awesome. That was a noontime demo or something they were doing. So what about you guys? See anything crazy? Yeah, so I saw... What did you let's see? see what did I see? Um, <clears throat> so Josh Goudreau was okay. flying Mike's X7. This is the second flight. The first flight I got on tape on Facebook Live, but um, that was uneventful. But the second time, he... Uh, I don't know what he was doing, but it just kind of hit the, the ground and then... I guess the way that the ESC mounted, it basically took out the caps on the castle ESC. Oh. And all of a sudden, it's on fire. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely didn't see this you one. Know? So, so that, that, that helicopter got trashed and caught on fire. It's just the ESC fire. It was like the batteries were okay. The, the, you know, I mean, the helicopter crashed, so there are some broken parts on it. Um, And then shortly after, Uh-oh. I don't know. Gujo, like Mike was coming out with Gujo's helicopter, his Black Nitro <laughs> 700. I saw this one. And this one hurts. This one hurts me, and it's not because of the helicopter or that he crashed. Well, I mean, it's part of the crash, but I'll go into it. But yeah, you know, he's flying around, and he, I don't know. I don't know how you lose orientation with a thing that has a big, bright yellow and black boom, you know? But he's like, oh, I don't have it. And it drove straight into the ground. It reminded me of Kyle Stacey's HOD auto. Oh. Where it just went straight into the ground. Like, it was like almost like there's no hesitation. Like, you know. Yeah, like, he was he was coming down tail first like a tail slide. But I yeah. think he might have leveled out because the tail didn't really look damaged. Yeah, the tail popped off. 
but it the damn thing hit the ground and just exploded into three separate chunks. Oh. Yep. Yep. So the whole transmission plate got cut in half and like bent and like twisted and broke off. Like it wasn't just like, you know, sheer. It like you see the metal like got twisted up and like clockwise and then sheared off. Oh my god. Um, yeah, like that went in hard. Damn, man. this thing was done, done. The worst part about all of this in my opinion, is that there was a Hattori pipe on there. Oh. That got smashed. And Hattori's, didn't, you know, he doesn't make pipes anymore. Yeah. Like, that's a rare, uh, you know, a rare piece of hardware to, to have on a helicopter nowadays. And psh, that thing was gone. Like, not gone. It was it had a big dent on the side. And maybe you could do the milk trick. I don't know. Um, Yeah, those are the ones that I, I was just like, wow. Those are the ones I saw. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there any other crashes? Oh, I did see Shaggy's crash. Oh, did you? So his 12S Goblin 500. And, you know, I spoke to him later, I think the next day. And he said that he got locked out. Like uh, he had like some type of failure. Yeah. Um, he thought it was either the RX or he said he had some issues with the, the servos he had on there. And maybe that's what it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, he said he's had some issues with uh, electronically. We were talking about it a yeah. little bit. It sounded like, yeah, I asked him, you know, if he was pulling a lot of high voltage because uh, he's just got an odd setup on that thing, you know, with the yeah, with it's the a 12S. twelve S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he said he swapped. I don't know. I think he said he swapped ESCs. He was he was just trying to troubleshoot it, and he thought he had it, and it went in again. Yep. So, dude, the Kraken was a big hit there. Uh, yeah. I heard there was a few Kraken crashes, which was yeah, unfortunate. I heard that, too. I didn't get a chance to see it, but, yeah, I did talk to the pilots. Yeah, I heard Jason Bell uh, had crashed his. Yeah. And possibly it was a servo lead that came out. Yeah, I think something happened with the servo lead. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. But I heard that it might have been a servo lead, I think. You know, like he has the expert servos that you know. Yeah. You clip in, unclip. Oh. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what I I heard. And Justin Cook um, crashed his. I had heard. Yeah. And I heard this one was pretty heavy duty, man. Like he was pulling enough amps to desolder a lot of stuff on the uh, ESC and the. Yeah, battery. from what I heard, he yeah he desoldered a connector on each side. Damn. Which is insane and. You know, I saw the John, and he's like, we had like 40 or 50 flights on that pack before. So it was quite odd that they would just desolder out of nowhere. But, yeah. you know, things failures like this, a servo lead or desoldering, like, yeah, that, you know. That's not the model at all. That has nothing to do with no, the it's not. No, I'm saying it's not the pilot, or you the know, pilot, like, yeah. it's not the model. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's Murphy's Law. Shit happens, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It kind of sucks. I mean, who knows what happened with the desoldering, you know? Yeah. That, that's weird. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to see this one. I know you wrote this, Andy. Yeah, Scott Graham. He crashed his N556 twice mm-hmm. in one flight. What? Nice. So he crashed into the road, you know, over on the right side as you're coming in. Okay. I don't ex- like I didn't see it. Uh, and then I seen him crash again, kind of out in the middle of the field. And just he kind of broke the tail off. No, oh, jeez. We walked over there, and he's like, he's laughing, and 
I was like, well, that wasn't that bad. He's like, yeah, I crashed it just two minutes ago over there in the road, picked it up, flew it again. (laughs) So it's kind of no wonder the tail fell off. Right, right. It really wasn't bad. Just looked like that broke the tail boom. And, uh, but the main bulk of the heli looked pretty good. Nice. Not not bad. He crashed another heli there, didn't he? Yeah, he crashed his, uh, Drake. Yeah. Was that during a knife fly or no? I'm not sure. I just yeah, saw I, it I, sitting I, on the table that yeah, like, Saturday that night. Mm-hmm. He had both of them sitting there with just two pods and no booms. <laughs> yep. <Jeez. laughs> but so I didn't really see the the full flight of the five five six. It's just it's always notable and funny week when you can crash a heli twice in one flight. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah always sure. fun. I did it like three times, yeah. I think. That's a free fall yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three teeth left on my main gear i'm still flying yeah so let me let me go into that a little about the crack and stuff that was funny because somebody uh, yelled out i didn't know oxy made a nitro <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> uh, so what were you gonna say sorry dude yeah no i just want to um kind of talk about the the crack in my cracking kit that i got okay so what is it i got there thursday and i think later on thursday night you know you know, I'm talking to Joe Reyes and Burr and Kyle, and they're like, oh, and Joe's like, went to Burr. I'm going to go grab Steve's cracker and give it to him. He's like, okay, go for it. So he has me to box, and I'm like, all right, let me go find Bill. Let me, let's do this unboxing video. Let's talk to Shannon and got this whole thing going. And, <clears throat> and at, the, at the end of that whole video and everything, it's like, okay, we did the unboxing video, um, which I missed a couple things in the unboxing video, which if I could do it again, I would definitely do it again. Um, the foam inserts, right? The the foam, the stuff that the aluminum CNC parts that are in foam. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually notice is that if you like, they're like layered. And as you're picking the layers off, there's more metal pieces inside. So I thought there's only two blocks of foam <clears throat> with, you know, a couple of things, but there's way more stuff in there. It was pretty crazy how they packed it so nice and neat. And the box is smaller and it's heavy, but like the way they, Box everything was definitely um, well engineered, well designed, because like they got everything fit in a in a smaller box than the smaller box than I've ever seen. You know, a Goblin Seven Hundred come in, so it was kind of like flatter and wider, but it was more, but it was like the same length. It's it's just a different shape. But um, you know, I'm trying to figure out where can I go and build this helicopter. And I was like, okay, we're gonna go to Ron Riccio's camper, right? I'm staying there. Why not just start building in there and see where it goes, right? I was not familiar with Ron's camper, and he was like, I think out to dinner or something. And I'm like, how the hell do I turn on the lights? I couldn't oh, figure geez. out how to da- turn on the damn lights in a camper. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. I'm like, Bill, screw it. Can I, you know, like I was gonna end up staying the night. Uh, I was gonna end up staying over at Bill's hotel, anyways. Which I shoot, I forgot. I gotta pay you. I gotta pay you, Bill. Sorry. <laughs> um, and like I'm like, okay, so I'm like, Bill, they got they gotta have a table there. Let me let me let me build this there. He's like, okay. But, you know, I want to go to sleep at a reasonable time. So just to let you know. No, nah, more like 12-1. Oh, okay. um, so we got there around probably around like uh, 9 o'clock, I'm going to say. And, you know, it took me a little time to get my cameras set up. And I took some, you know, time lapse and some video and pictures and stuff of the build. <clears throat> not sure if I'm going to release it or not. You know, I didn't really get enough of the build because I only did the airframe there. 
because my dumbass was so excited to go and build this helicopter there. I was like, oh, oh, I got my servos. I got Neos. I got, you know, my ESE and motor. I soldered the bullet connectors. I have heat shrink. And, you know, I started installing the servos and, you know, and I'm like, awesome. Wait, I got to center the servos. Where are my control horns? I don't have any control horns. Oh. So I didn't bring that. I'm like, okay, whatever. I won't mount the motor. As long as I don't mount the motor, I can take the servos back out, center them, get it set up, and then put them back in. Why do I'll, you have I'll, to take them out to center them? Why can't you put the horn on while it's... You can't put horns on while the servos are in the airframe? No. no. Oh, you can that's never. stupid. Goblins have always been like that. You can never take the servos. I could if I had like... What do you do when you break one? You got to take the whole servo out? Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Why? Because that's a pain in the ass. Nah, it's not. Instead of one screw, you got to take five screws undone. Well, you could probably get to it because you could get to it, but like I would need like a 2.5 right angle hex key. I don't. Mm. I use straight Scorpion tools or MIP. I do too. You know, so mm. you know, it's, it's so. Anyways, um, basically, I was like, okay, well, I don't have that. Okay, let me get the motor mounted. Okay, let me get the ESC mounted. I'm like, where the hell's my ESC wires? And it's a Scorpion ESC, and Scorpion ESCs they have you know removable GST uh, servo connectors, servo wires. Mm-hmm. Nope, didn't bring that either. Okay, well, there goes that. So it's not like I could do any of that stuff, anyways. And then at that point, I was like, I got the whole airframe put together within three hours, and it was like around twelve, twelve thirty. I was like, all right, at this point, I might as well stop. There's no point, you know, pushing forward when I don't have the rest of the stuff that I, I got to get anyways for it. So um, then at the field on Friday, you know, I set my table up and I'm like, okay, I got my stuff set up. So I basically, it took me like an hour to get the rest of the electronics in and wire it up. And then, you know, taking my time, I was like, I was, I've, it's weird. I have the plate for the Soko Heli tool. I have the strap that I use for the Soko Heli tool. But where the hell is the Soko Heli tool? Oh, jeez. I didn't bring that either. So <laughs> uh, I got to thank Cliff um, for having that. So he had my back on that, and I was able to use his. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to um, have a, a pitch gauge or anything like that at Spring Fling, right? Nope. No. Nope. What? Nobody. Nobody's going to have that. Nope. You're lucky. <laughs> So, so yeah, so I mean, so I got that set up and uh, let's see, was there anything else I had to do? No, that was pretty much it. So, dude, what now, do you did, think overall build time was on that? Like if you had everything and, you know. If I had start to finish with all the electronics, I'd say four to five hours. Oh, that's pretty that's quick. That's not bad. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. When I built the Goblin 500 that I had everything and, you know, it's a kit that like. You know, Goblin 500, Goblin 700, they're all the same, right? You have your 120 laying down servos. Like, the, the whole, like, the layout of everything is all the same from, you know, the version one through the latest Black Thunder Sports. Um, so I'm very, very familiar with that helicopter. Like, I don't need a manual. I can build it, you know? Right. Um, and that takes me about six hours, give or take, you know, a little bit for cleanup of wiring and zip tying and stuff. Um, so it's not bad when you can build this helicopter that's brand new, faster than a helicopter you've known for three, four years. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's pretty impressive. Now, give give me another kit. I bet you I could build it an hour faster. You know what I mean? Like now that I know all the ins and outs of it, like it's right. it's a it's so little parts. It's unbelievable how modular this design is. Um, you know, like how easy it is to work on. It's it's pretty crazy. So I can't wait, you know. To get some more flights in and just to fly more. But, um, yeah, well, let's talk about the Maiden because that was an interesting story, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about yeah, it. So, you know, uh, Ed was recording. Ed was there. There's a couple of folks were there. And I was like, all right, let's do this Maiden. I take off and I dialed in 1,700, 2,000, and 2,200 on the head speeds. Okay. 1,700. Fine. Over there, no problem. You know. Whip the tail around, no problems with the gains or anything. Um, uh, 2000, sure, a little you know, wag on the tail, a little bit when during any type of hard stops or anything. Because I just basically, when I, my maidens, my real maidens, not like me messing around, but my real maidens usually are, are like I test the tail first, I just don't want that tail to you know chatter so much that it rips itself apart. So I'll do like pitch pumps and I'll just do tail whips and stop and hard stops to see if it chatters bounces or does anything weird um you know 2000 was a little chattery a little noisy but 22 was like whoa, 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 whoa. like just screaming back at me She's like what the fuck are you doing land Uh-oh. um so i land and it's weird so i hit throttle hold like a couple feet off the ground i auto it down fine from like whatever five six feet and, you know not high but as soon as it lands i'm like it starts to tip over and i'm like what what the hell what the hell I'm holding, it's tipping over to the right. I'm holding full left aileron, nothing. I look at my V-Control, and it's it's at the screen where it's not connected to a Neo. Oh, jeez. I go to the helicopter. I'm looking at the helicopter. I'm like, the Neo's not on. What the hell? There's no power to the servos. No nothing. Well, now it stops rotating at this point, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah. It, it, so it kind of like, it, the blade's... It was it was such a slow tip over that the blades like one blade hit the other blade hit, and then it just you know like tip itself back on the skids. Okay. Right. So so it wasn't it wasn't like a full tip over. It wasn't a boom strike. Nothing happened. You know, there's like barely scuff marks on the blade. Like no bunny ears. No, no bunny bunnies. ears. They did fold back. So I run my blades pretty like pretty tight normally, and these weren't even as tight as I normally run them, and they didn't fold back. So I was lucky. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, what the hell? So I bring it back to the bench and I re oh actually right there I like unplug it, replug it in, reboot, everything looks fine. You know, no errors. I look at the log, nothing seems like out of whack. I'm like, mm, let me bring it to the bench. Ah, screw it. I'm just gonna fly it. <laughs> so what do I do? I take off and I'm like, okay. So I did turn down the tail gains a little and then I take off second take. Still Idle 2, still a little bit noisy. Idle 3 definitely has some tail, you know, gains too high. Um, third video, third take was the same thing. And, you know, I just kept on dialing down five points each time. So I got around, like, 50-something on the, the bank 3. Like, the, the, you know, the, the second, third time, I, I took care of bank 2. 2,000 RPM was fine. Solid held. No problems with tail chattering. Um, but bank 3 was still chattering. So I kind of, all right, let me land again. And then I just, like, the fourth take... Same battery pack. I was like, all right, let me fly it. I take off, stand it on its tail, and just do a freaking punch out. And, you know, and then I start doing a couple of my maneuvers, right? 
Um, no problems, no problems. I did a four-minute flight with the remaining battery. No issues. You know, I landed. Everything was fine. You know, but in the back of my mind that whole time, like, I was taking it easy because I was just like, what if the, the Scorpion ESC cuts out again? Because to me, it must have cut out. Like, there's no other reason why I would have lost power unless the BC cut out or the power to the, to you know, the thing, the to the main leads were out. But, you know, they were still connected. So so I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to install a, a backup card. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a 700 size heli. I run them on all my 700 size heli. So I I put the R2 buffer pack on. That's what I what I use, I like to use. So I installed that on there. So that took me a little bit more time. Um, and then later on that afternoon, I think when you were there um, on the main flight line, I was like, all right, we took some pictures of the Kraken. We did the, the photo shoot and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, it's time for me to fly this. So if it goes in, it goes in, whatever. If I lose ESC again, it happens, whatever. I'll have the backup card. Hopefully, I should be able to auto down. Um, and I, I flew it. You know, I flew some of the maneuvers I did kind of low, like 10 feet, 15 feet. I flew the hell out of it, you know, and I, you know, I mean, I wasn't comfortable flying it in no way. Right. But, you know, I was comfortable with my maneuvers and uh, stick movements enough that I just like, okay, it's just another, you know, it's just like another helicopter, right? It's like my Goblin Black Nitro. I mean, not my Black Nitro, Black Thunder. It's very similar, like, as far as the the look of it, obviously, but Mm -hmm. it does have a different, way different sound in the air and it does have a different profile in the air because it is thinner it's more narrow but i gotta say like i don't know like right out the box it flew good no tail wags no weird issues so dude besides my esc issue but beyond that there was no issues with the airframe you know so dude did you find out what the problem was no i never found out uh, it never happened again never happened again uh. yeah Hmm. That's weird. That so weird. I don't know if maybe 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 <clears throat> one of my ESC leads. See, the thing is, it's like if I was thinking, well, maybe one of my ESC leads was a little bit wasn't seated all the way or something. Maybe you know I did something stupid, right? But I checked and everything looked fine. And then like you know on a Scorpion or any ESC, um, modern ESC these days, right? You have not just one wire for power for BC. There's two. You know, there's a master and slave or a secondary and primary, you know. So I don't know. I'm not sure what happened, but it never happened again. Um, so I'm just going to I'm going to fly cautiously, but I'm just going to fly it. Like, you know, if it goes in, it goes in, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I was, you know, I wasn't completely happy that I had a little tip over, obviously. But I mean, it could have been worse. It could have tipped over, blades folded back, chopped a boom. Oh, yeah. And I would have been. That would have been upsetting, you know, but I was able to f- instantly take it back in the air, fly it, no further issues. So, so, um, it's, yeah, again, that was kind of like Kevin's thing. It, it failed right as you landed, which yeah, is right as I lucky landed. and, but also incredibly weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Very it's odd. just yeah. odd. All right. So let's see. Um, you put in the speed cup results, which is, I think pretty cool. We should definitely. Yeah. I wanted to give some props to Shaggy for uh, Michael Shaggy Parker. Mm-hmm. Did a full speed cup. He had the long uh, course and the short course. Mm-hmm. And I've got the winners here. I thought we should mention those guys. Yep. They did a good job. Uh, the 200 meter long course, the S4 class, uh, third place, Charles L. Carrington Sr. Flying a Synergy E7SE, 
and he averaged 96.53 mile per hour. Damn. And then the sec, uh, second place was Scott Graham with his Wait, goblin. Before you move to Scott, did you see what happened to Charles? No. It's like, can it be ripped off? So Ellie. Oh, no way. Yeah, have, like he has a picture. I think Shaggy posted it. While he was in the speed run? Yeah, half it, like a quarter of his canopy, like was chopped oh, off. Oh wow! No, I didn't see that. Yeah, and it, it didn't crash crazy. him. He like it just kept no, going. No, no, his helicopter looked fine. It just, you know, <laughs> it probably just like flapped up or something. Yeah, caught some you know? air or something. Yeah, or something, and then it got wow. cut off, and then it was just, and then like I don't know. I guess it was fine. I mean, the, the helicopter looked fine as far as in the pictures. I didn't see the speed runs. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, continue. Oh, cool. Uh, Scott Graham was second place with the Goblin 700 Drake, uh, average speed of 113.15 mile per hour. And first place was Sherman Martin with his Mm -hmm. Goblin Black Thunder T, and he averaged 129.8 mile per hour. Nice. He was booking it with that thing. Fastest run was 131 mile an hour. One, 131.2 yeah that's that's pretty fast for just uh 3d helis basically yeah i want to make i want to make sure people know that these aren't speed these aren't specific right built like goblin black thunder goblin drake synergy e7 that's probably they i doubt very seriously they were really set up for speed no i think they just crank the head speed turn the yeah, tail gains down and take their 3d fly. model yeah lower the tail gain Crank the head speed as far high as you can go and go do it. I think that's pretty fast for a heli, period. I mean, it's a different different scale. 130 mile an hour? It's like boats on the water, you know? Yeah. You know, 55 Mm -hmm. is pretty fast on the water. For helicopters, 130, that's pretty freaking quick. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, And then the 120-meter short course, S1 and S2 class, we had uh, Mark... Eau Claire with the Proto 380. Yeah. Claire. Yep. Uh, average 62.85 mile an hour. Mm-hmm. Still pretty, uh, pretty booking for a, uh, a 380 size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, second place was Michael Lawrence with his Goblin 500 Sport. Mm-hmm. Average speed 75.57. And then the winner, first place, Parker. With a goblin fireball. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Shaggy how does Parker? how does how does Shaggy compete in his own competition? Seems a little uh, well, conflict of interest. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> now <I'm> just busting <laughs> his. Chop. But get this! Get this now. Second place, goblin mm-hmm. five hundred sport, seventy five mm-hmm. mile an hour. Shaggy had this damn fireball <laughs> going ninety nine mile an hour average. I could Fastest run one oh three. Jeez, I don't know how accurate it is. When I have my mini comment, which is basically the same platform except mm-hmm. you know from fuselage, um, I pulled in one direction eighty six, and the other direction was ninety five or ninety six, mm-hmm. and that wasn't like doing anything. Like that was just stock setting, yeah. and you know. So I don't know. What do you do? Crank it up to like five thousand RPM head speed and just go. Oh, with more it? than that. <laughs> I think five thousand <laughs> is like your bank two or something. Oh, Rick, no, okay. no, no. I think it's like fifty-five or something like that. So max. Twenty-two <laughs> degrees. That, well, that direct drive motor, man. <laughs> yeah, Shaggy's been uh, 
practice and he's an excellent pilot too so there's a lot of technique to yeah a exactly. nice clean run yeah yeah so congrats the entry to those into it your your speed into it like your powering up and collective mm-hmm. you know it, it all matters mm-hmm. you know how much elevator you give and stuff yeah congrats cool, to those man. guys and uh good job for shaggy putting this whole course putting this whole um speed cup together yeah, yeah and and, con- and congrats uh, SAB helicopters from taking first and second of both those classes. Yep, both classes. I'm freaking editing that out. <laughs> Bullshit! You ain't editing shit. No, out. but it's cool that it's cool that <laughs> that Shaggy did that. Brought it to you know the fun fly and you know. Yeah, no, that's yeah, made that's it part of that. I want to give you some props. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, make it. I mean, this is something they've done. They done. Did that fall mode on right? Did they do this at Spring Fling last uh, year? This, I think they yeah, did. Yeah, I think so. This is the second annual. Yeah, last year. Cup. Yeah, so yeah, they did that Spring Fling next year, last year. Yeah, yep. but last year was different. I liked how they laid it out. And I, I don't know if my, you know, Shaggy had anything to do with it, but the way they la- laid it out was they used that like that empty area. I mean, it's oh. not really a flight line. That side area of the field, which I liked because last year they did it across the back field so they shut mm-hmm. down the back fl- um flight line for a good part of the day which you know in my opinion sucked like you know it was cool i, I did the drag racing but you know just I, it wasn't it was cool that there was separate off that like people could still fly maybe not at that first flight station mm-hmm. but the ones on the right they were able to fly with no issues yeah it really didn't interfere with the yes. rest of the unfly use the cornfield over to the side mm-hmm. yep cool yep so Awesome. Uh, do we have anything else we want to mention for Spring Fling 2019 recap? It was my first time at Spring Fling, and I had a blast. Oh, yeah. It was your first time, huh? Even though I'm paying for it now by having to play catch-up, it's still worth it. Yeah, yeah. I did mention in the beginning that, um, <laughs> that you weren't able to, well, you'll be joining us a little bit later yeah. or might not make it because of that. Yeah. <laughs> and to yeah. play hooky, you got to make up the time. Yeah, so. that's the problem. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's worth it. Yeah. And dude, I wanted, it was a blast. To, I wanted to say that, uh, you know, whether you can make it for a couple of days like I did or you can make it for four days like you did, Steve. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a great time. Within within an hour, dude, of being there, I'm like, I'm having a blast. Like, I, I even said mm-hmm. to Steve, you know. I think it was later in the day as we were going to get dinner, but I was like, dude, I've been having so much fun, you know, and uh, it was great. I I really enjoyed myself, man. I had a couple of really Mm -hmm. good flights. I love talking to everybody, man. It was great to meet everybody that I knew again and the new people, you know, Uh, so it was awesome, dude. And I like hanging out with Andy and everybody and, you know, Mike Welch and his wife. They're they're great people, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to meet Mike and his wife. That was cool. Tima was flying her uh, Blade 230S. Killing it, too. She probably put, I don't know, two dozen flights on that thing over two days. Awesome. And she was just back to back to back. Yeah. Started talking to some of the guys that were down there. One one guy said, come over, said, damn, I can't keep up with you. Every time I look up, you're flying again. (laughs) Yeah. She just had her three batteries and was charge and go. Just awesome. Yeah. Burning it up. So she had fun. Yeah, it seemed like she was having a good time too, which is awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. Very man. good event. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to mention? Do it. If you can do it, do it. Yeah, I definitely it is it is the one event. If you can't do it, figure out how to do it. Yeah, figure it out. Yes. Like 
this this is an event that I think anyone in this immediate area and not even the people that like like Ryan coming from Wisconsin, like Doug Darby, yeah, from Texas, right? Texas. Um, and you know, there's people like uh, uh, Gabe, he's uh in Georgia, you know. So it's it's a haul. Yeah. It's not it's not a short trip, but they make the effort to come because they know it's a great event. And you know, if we can. If and you know, for anyone who hasn't gone to this event, if you could remember one last thing about us talking about this event, it's a great event. You must go. Yeah, you must. You just have to. Yep. yep. You know, sooner or later, just just plan for it. You know, even our even our our boys in Australia, I know it's hard. You know, and maybe Earth Show is probably the more event that they should go to. But if they can also swing this event, I would definitely recommend it. Let's, uh, I guess, move it on to news and announcements. All right. News and announcements. Nice. It's funny when I hear other podcasts do our news and announcements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do like us, you know, just okay. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, It's like, I hear it. I'm like, okay, let me see the timing. Are they going to get as good as us? Nah. You know what's cool <laughs> is to be 51 years old and be a trendsetter. That's what's cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a douche. <laughs> uh, dude. No, so number one is a huge news and announcement. Yes. So uh, the Free Fall RC Podcast Helifest 2019, the fourth annual, just the fourth one for us. Um, there are some changes. And originally, you know, I want to let people know, originally we had it for June 22nd to 23rd. So basically Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but, you know, after coming four days at Spring Fling and and just, you know, kind of remembering back how the event went uh, the previous years. It's like Saturday was, was always strong day. Sunday was kind of like, you know, your light day where you, a lot of people left by 12 o'clock. Um, so I'm changing it. I'm I'm doing an audible. Uh oh. So I'm saying f- I I spoke to Rob and I you know I was like what day are you going down? He's like Thursday night to prep and I was like all right because I'm changing dates from Friday Saturday Sunday. I'm gonna extend it one extra day so June 21st to the 23rd. It's at the Allen's Airport 231 Landing Road Southampton New Jersey. Um, there is a landing fee um at the at the venue when you get there it's uh, twenty five dollars. Landing fee, including a Saturday night dinner. Um, it is cheaper than last year by $10. Um, you can camp. You can, you know, um, what is a primitive camping, right? You can bring in your RV or camper. And there's no hookups or nothing like that. It's an airport. It's, you know, we're, you're basically parked right on the runway. But I've reduced the fees. You know, it's 25 bucks for, for the pilots. And you get that free uh, Saturday night dinner. So it's included. Awesome. Um, one of the biggest things that I'm doing on this fun fly, or what I'm not doing, is I'm not reaching out to vendors. I'm not reaching out to sponsors. I'm, I'm you know, I go to these fun flies, and what's the most memorable things that we do there is talk to people, fly helicopters, and eat food. Yeah. Why? What, what's with the auctions? What I mean, uh, the the raffles, like. You know, I know people. I know there's there are pilots or people that go to events just for the raffles, but that's not who I want going to this. I want people who want to have fun and enjoy flying and enjoy the hobby. You know, now if you're one of those people that like to win raffles, 
and still want to come? Sure. Yeah. You're more than welcome to, yeah. you know? We're, you know, we're not saying they don't come, but, you know, it's like, just don't come for that reason. Don't that reason the doesn't exist there. No, there's no kids, you know? Uh, there might be some stuff I might give away. We might do a 50-50, but really, like... We're trying to take this nice and easy, bring it back to the days where it was just about flying and, and the camaraderie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I dig it. If you can make it, definitely come. I know this uh this does this does coincide with another fun fly in Ohio, so I'm sorry about that. And North to, Carolina. And North Carolina, you know. I know if you have to pick, you have to pick. Sorry about that. But um these are the only dates that we could kinda work it into the schedule. For the airport, that's not too close to you know. HOD is the weekend after you know, so like yeah. we had we had to pick a date, and this is what you know ended up it being so. Um, and this date was picked like you know end of last year. Um, basically, as soon as soon as Riccio had the HOD dates, I planned this date because I wanted to make sure I don't step on his event because it's too close. You know, like I'm not too close, but yeah, I mean location wise, it's too close. South Jersey and and Delaware, so. I didn't want to like the AMA wouldn't sanction both events, you know. So I didn't want to screw him over or or get screwed over, it, you know. So right, right. So I had to I had, I had to coordinate with Ron, but um, beyond that, like, it is what it is. So we would definitely want you know enjoy the company if you want to come through. We're gonna have night flying, um, both nights, you know, Friday to Saturday, Saturday to Sunday, uh, you know. So hopefully the weather will hold up good and. And you know, you know, the turnout is the turnout. Um, you know, we've always had fun, regardless how many people came. It could be just me, Kevin, and Andy there. Um, <laughs> you know, Mike Mike D would be there, so the Planker uh, Field Reporter would be there. <laughs> oh man! So definitely gotta gotta I can't come wait out to meet him. Yeah, yeah and we're gonna fun. do something live, dude. We're, I told him like I don't know how I don't know how we're gonna do it. Uh, maybe just like you know a questionnaire type of deal where he'll go around and you know. As long as it doesn't include people? full frontal nudity, I don't care. Do no, 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 no full frontal, <laughs> no, no nudity. Come on, let's keep uh, this PG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What's 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 younger than G? <laughs> unborn TVY I don't know. or TVG? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> unborn. <laughs> but yeah, so come out, have some fun, hang out with us. We'll do a live podcast record there too. So, if, you know, we're welcome, folks. Come on the mic. Yeah. Tell us your story. You know, tell us how you got to where you are, and um, and we'll you know definitely have it on the air. It'll be great. I know. Um, oh, what's Kevin's daughter's name? Kevin Bar Barrett Barnett's Barnett. Um, Arabella. Oh man, I'm Arabella. Yeah, she had a great time last yeah. year <laughs> being on the yeah, podcast. That was fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So uh, definitely make yep. it out. It's great times. and uh, Come out. You can make fun of the way I talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I know some folks that might come out want to bring a night plane. That's fine. You can fly in the back line. There's a front line, back line kind of deal. Like, we don't really fly helicopters in the back line because our campers and cars are right there. But if it's an airplane on the, you know, other side, it's fine in the air. Yeah. Dave was doing that last year. Yeah, exactly. A lot mm -hmm. of times. And, dude, that's, that's perfectly fine. What are you going to do when Kevin and I fly radians up and down the front line? Yeah. I'm going to shoot him down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Did I say that loud? Oh. oh <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch and videotape. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. There you go. 
Yes. You're going to shoot them with a video camera. With yes. a video camera yes. that might have crosshairs. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> and either my shoot um, BB-22s or I don't know. Something uh, like that. <laughs> you know how many times you'd have to hit a radian with a 22 to make it come out of the air? Yeah, true. Yeah. At least a thousand. At least a thousand or one lucky shot right where yeah, the battery is. Yeah, one lucky shot in the air. Yeah, the, right where the battery is. <laughs> 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 nice. All right. What else do we have for news announcements? Uh, I have a breaking news and announcement from our very own Bill Ann, as you like to say, Steve. He sent me a link today. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> he, oh, sorry. He sent me a link today uh, that was a heli freak. A lake? A link. Oh, I just said lake. Sorry. I, I like, did too. I, I was going to make fun of him, but I decided to be nice. You said link today, did I? I don't know. After Yoder, oh, who man, knows what Yoder. I said. <laughs> If you weren't screaming Bill into the microphone, you might have heard me correctly, but I don't know. Yes. I, I could have said the wrong thing. God knows I've said the wrong thing before. So what was in this link? Yeah, well, yeah, so the, inside the lake? the lake was... Uh, <laughs> a, no, he sent me a link to uh, a Heli Freak post that said Logo 550 tail wag hover fixed. And uh, he goes on to say what he's done, um, but he basically ordered a upgrade from quick uk an alloy tail upgrade which he said as soon as he put it on the tail wag was gone so i'm gonna give that a shot it's only like 40 bucks how about this too can you get the old version one the the, the 550 s sx tail system yeah i you looked know? i have to i have to look at that in more in depth but i did look um i think you can because that's a tail system that you tried on the Logo 600 swap, like when you took uh, Rob's tail. Yeah. And Bill's helicopter never had this issue. He has a 550SX, the old version one, I guess, or whatever you call it. I feel like it's something to do with the newer tail system that that matches up with the, the Logo 700 experience I had. You know, the newer Logo 700 has that same newer canopy style. And... It's something with like the washers or thrust bearings in the in the I think tail. The so machining it's off just a little bit. It's, it's cause by it's a, hair, yeah. Well, somebody too much on this, somebody did mention the uh, the washers and uh, thrust bearing the, uh, yep. could be, and he said, uh, yeah, but he, he's, uh, somebody said they used the MSH thrust bearings uh, and races mm-hmm. and solved it, but that was on Heli Freak. I don't know. I figure if the whole thing is an upgrade. I'll give it a shot and I'll let everybody know what, what happens. Okay, I just don't want you to like drop a lot of money. Yeah, no, I don't know what the tail three costs. Forty bucks or whatever. That's no big deal. How much is the shipping? Sixty UK. Yeah, that was about yeah, to say, right? No, no. I think it's like I think it's like under twenty bucks. Okay, so I, right, I so give it a shot. It a try. Yeah, it's worth it. Definitely worth a try. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. So what else do we have? Yeah. What's next here? Diablo Nitro pre-order is open. Nice. What? Yeah, nice. I've been open for a while. I know a lot of people have already um, dropped their their deposit. Well, what I I'm just curious, saw it. Yeah, what I'm curious is, um, which is awesome. First of all, pre order, and you can pick up your kit at Urcha. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and this is something different. Most people, most companies, when they do a pre order, they do a non refundable pre order. Yeah, nah, that don't that. that doesn't fly. This no, is deposit that's... is refundable. Really? As it should be. Yes. Yep. But on top of that, though, you yeah. know, peak aircraft 
uh, minicopter at any time can cancel your pre-order too. Well, and, and the kit price is to be determined, so yeah. that's a little. Uh, so it's yeah. two fifty for the pre-order. But it's refundable, so uh, true. Exactly. You put your deposit but, down, then you, yeah. they decide that it's more than you want to spend. You can always get your money back. Well, that's so probably why you really don't have anything to lose. That's probably why it's refundable because the price is to be determined. I mean, I I know other companies have done the same thing, but it wasn't refundable. Mm-hmm. Mikado. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, mm-hmm. you would have to have it refundable if you if nobody knows what the price is. You can't have no. people pre-order that and yeah, come out with did. a model. And- I see several companies do that. The Control Touch, they mm-hmm. sold a billion of those and nobody knew the price. Yep. There's a lot of products that, that are released like that. And, you know, it's such a niche market and we're such, you know, we're... we're bunch of idiots we're a bunch, of, kids, a bunch right? of fanboys yeah but think yeah. about it legally i mean they kind of could yeah. get in hot water i guess but it, they did tell you if they didn't tell you yes that'd be a problem but if they told you that refund that deposit is non-refundable and 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 not state a price you agree to those terms yeah i still think so yeah it's, it's kind of it it's it's the whole thing with we trained you and you, if you you know if you get hurt, you're not going to own the company. You're not going to make the windfall, but you're still going to get money, even though we trained you and you signed mm-hmm. all this training stuff. You're still yeah, going to yeah. sue and you're still going to get money. I think they could still be liable in some way, but who knows? Yeah. I'm not ordering one, so I'm not I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the right thing to do, you know? Refundable yeah. if yeah, we, we haven't determined the price yet. That, that only seems fair. For sure. Yep. All right. Uh, so, yeah, definitely get yours pre-ordered at peakaircraft.com um, for a small fund of 250 which I think is going to be like a 1250 helicopter, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, but whatever. Yeah, it's for like, 1300 yeah. 1350 Yeah, so you drop the 250 now, and then later on, it's the price of a normal helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but you got your copy reserved, right? You got your, mm-hmm. your kit reserved, so... So it's awesome, but um, and that's cool that they're doing a release at at Aricha. I think yeah, that's, that's a, cool. a cool venue. Like, if you need mm-hmm. to get ready to like release something, and it was like, oh, it's around Aricha. Shit, that's pretty cool. You know, how many people are gonna do what I did with the Kraken? You know, build it that at that event, especially Aricha being mm-hmm. what's that Wednesday through? Actually, it's always so spring fling, but um, yeah, so awesome stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, what else do we have here? I saw a video from uh, Matt Bodos. He's mm-hmm. got some new yeah, I saw different too. plastic for the uh, Synergy 516, 556 skids. It's more bendy and less breaky. More bendy? And less breaky. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's more flexible. It's not as flexible as like the Protos Gorilla Gear. No. But, which it kind of looks my... like the tr- Tough Strut kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, because I think the Protoss is too flexible, but right. this is the right amount of flex, I think. You know what I mean? So that'll be good. The The 516 gear were a little bit weak. Uh, yeah. I broke a couple of them when it's cold doing autos and stuff. They're, They're okay brittle. in the hot of the summer, but in cold weather, they snap pretty easy. Yeah, they get very brittle from the plastic. Yep. So he changed up the formulation of the plastic a little bit. So Cool. Check those out. I guess is that it for news announcement. Let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Steve? So my nephew has a play um, 
Saturday afternoon, like around five o'clock, and then like Sunday's Mother's Day, right? So, um, uh, so I'm trying to get out to f- go flying on Saturday morning. Probably do like a nine. My even my wife's like go early, like leave at like eight o'clock. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to do like a nine to two nine, you know. Um, okay. so that way I have enough time to get home, shower, you know, take all the all my helicopters, put them back, and all that stuff, you know, just pack up. And get ready, and then because we have to go from where I live, you know, an hour or forty-five minutes to an hour, you know, to Jersey City. So it's like, you know, I got to make sure I'm I'm home no later than say three o'clock. So I'm gonna try to go flying then. Cool. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, knock on wood, I don't have any helicopters to wrench on or anything. So really, all I'm gonna do is, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. I'll I'll do my woodworking stuff, but I mean, I'm not gonna. There's no nothing to wrench on, so I'm good. You mean nobody sent you a helicopter to put together? No, not, not yet. yet. It's okay That's though. Cool. Yeah, it costs money to ship things, you know. Yeah, it's not I cheap. think I might ship you this uh, N7 and let you take it apart for me, since you like wrenching so well. Why don't you send that with the gas conversion? I'd love to do a gas conversion. No, just take it apart. I'll <laughs> put it back together. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't send it. I'll do it. I don't care. I'll, just take it. I'll take that whole thing apart. You won't know where any of those bolts go. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it all in like a bucket. Yeah, like, yeah. One bag of bolts, one bag of <laughs> aluminum, one bag of uh, carbon fiber parts. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what the hell, Steve? I don't know what goes anywhere. All the washes are everywhere. Oh, I'll, I'll have all the washes in a separate bag, too. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Each bolt in its own separate bag. Oh my god! <laughs> what is it a goblet kit? Thousand bags. in a bag. <laughs> nice. All right, Kevin. What about you? Well, I'm gonna try going flying on Saturday too. Hopefully, the weather's good. Uh, but I've been forgetting to mention that I have my old Sequoia that I've been working on, and I'm putting oh, yeah. 4S in it, and I'm doing a big beefy motor and 12 bladed. Or twelve bladed prop, twelve inch, twelve bladed prop, twelve twelve inch prop. <laughs> That's a prop, beefy motor. Twelve inch prop with a three bladed uh, prop on it. Uh, and I've been trying to. I got an aluminum spinner for the front, and I've got to kind of reduce uh, six mil to four mil to get it on there. And funny enough, I'm taking apart some old guitar stuff that I have. I've kind of mentioned that I was putting a few kits together, and I got a couple mm-hmm. people that kind of reached out to me and were like interested uh darren weens he asked me about it interestingly enough i took the head bolt out that kind of you adjust your neck with and that's actually perfectly six mil and i think i just have to make it or m6 screw and i just have to figure out how i'm going to make it uh m4 on the other end i'll figure something out but uh very very cool little project that i'm got going on and hopefully i can get that thing flying soon on 4s uh, and as a side note uh, the base i bought is put together and i'm playing it and it's actually not bad for by like 80 bucks or whatever the hell i paid for it i don't even know because i was drinking you know i was gonna i asked you on text you didn't i don't know if you reply back what how it was playing yeah i was like how's it sound it sounds pretty good um i think i'm gonna wind up swapping pickups out there they're just really you know, basic, um, but I, I'm getting a sound out of it. So, I mean, it's, and it's not too bad. And I sent a picture the picture I sent you, I sent my brother-in-law and he was like, 
Dude, I like the way that looks. I would keep it because I was going to stain it. I was going to strip it back and stain it, but I think I am going to leave it. No, I think I would just polyurethane it yeah. and keep it the way it is. Exactly. Like put a put a protective coat, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's got a slight coat on it now. I think I'd do something else. You know, sand it mm. down, make it make it shiny. Yeah. But that's all I'm up to, man. And then Sunday's Mother's Day for all you mothers out there. What are you going to be doing, Andy? Uh, I'm going to plant corn. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Then what? Jack shit. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll get out and fly. Maybe. Probably not. Plant some corn. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, ever get sick of corn? Like, freaking corn on the cob again, damn it. Yeah. I don't really eat corn that much. Popcorn? You don't eat popcorn? It's okay. So can you grow popcorn where you can, like flame yeah. it and it'll pop right off the yeah you can grow it is that a special kind of corn it is oh, I see. it is i did not know I did that i know that well i mean you've seen popcorn kernels and you've seen normal corn yeah and they look They're identical <laughs> okay i just thought they were unripened <laughs> corn they're what unripened corn no like baby corn. I just thought they were old Un- Unripe corn is what you eat corn on the cob. That's unripe. When it's ripe, it's hard, and then you grind it up, make corn meal. Okay, so maybe ripen corn. corn. <laughs> okay. No, it's a it's a different variety. It's it's actually mm, maybe getting this wrong, but I don't think it's technically a corn plant. It's similar, but not really. Popcorn. Like, they don't grow. Like, yeah, on popcorn. Stalks. Yeah. Hmm. No, it probably gr- grows similarly. Yeah, think. it's very, very similar, but it's it's a little bit different. Can you grow cream corn? Yeah. In, yep. in the you can take... and everything? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, you you got to put lots of iron in your soil okay. to get those cans to develop. But yeah, Sweet. it works. Disgusting. I know, I don't like cream corn. No, my joke was going to be disgusting. Oh, I figured. All right, so you're ready, <laughs> ready to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. We're going to have to. Andy, I mean, two of these names Andy what did Mark do. say was his favorite line from you when Steve was talking about the 1.65? Yeah, what was that? What, <laughs> what did he, he say, say again? I was like, oh, how sweet of you to get one for each of us. Something like That's, that. I don't know. I don't even remember what I said, but very thoughtful. he thought it was funny. Yeah, very thoughtful. <laughs> That's I very think thoughtful. Something like, that oh, it's it very thoughtful of you to get <laughs> get me one of those yeah, or something thanks, like that. Steve, yeah. get me one. That was very thoughtful. <laughs> and you did finally. <laughs> I know. I got it. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. And the funny the thing is, Mark's like, "Oh, I already bought one." And I was like, "Nah, but this one has free for RC podcast logo, uh, you know, branded on it." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> He's like, it's okay. pretty awesome." I looked. I took it out of the package. It looked. It looks nice. Yeah. yeah. It's proper. Thanks for that. You know. Yeah. No doubt. That's what I get for being a complete dick. <laughs> then I get, I'm, I get, I made, you made me feel bad because you actually did buy me one. Mm-hmm. I'm just teasing you. I should one cheap. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Actually, that wasn't that expensive either. I don't know. I don't know if it's considered cheap. Like, what's, what's a, when you buy like an MIP or Scorpio driver, they're well, pretty well, expensive. Yeah. How much? 12. 12? I was going to say 12 to like 15. Yeah, okay. Scorpions right, so are 12, 12 bucks a piece. It's definitely cheaper, but not by much. I'll tell you, I got to yeah. get me a set of those Scorpions because they're they're awesome, man. They yeah. are. I was using Andy's well over the weekend. I mean, it was to tell you the truth, like, 
I had very good experience with Scorpions and MIP drivers. Those two have been like long lasting. I just prefer and, the uh, handle of the Scorpion. It feels better in my hand. Like I like I, the aluminum and stuff. I like the aluminum. I like that the top can be rest mm. against your palm to be a spinner. Yeah. Like to spin yep. on. So, I mean, they're both good, but I like the Scorpion yeah. better just because of the handle. See, in the yeah. MIPs I got at home here in the garage and I don't want to take them out because I'll wind up losing them. So I like mm-hmm. the kit and everything, you know, that Scorpion has mm-hmm. very, very cool. Yeah. The bag and everything that the case for it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Let's wrap it up. All right. All right. Facebook likes, we are at 907 likes. That's plus three this week. And cue the music because this last name is a tongue twister. I hate when names have like vowels next to vowels. 87 vowels. consonants. Together, like Kashyyyk? No, no, it's like it's like it's like fifteen vowels and like two consonants. It's like, how do you pronounce that? Anyways, all right. So the first name we have is Patrick Andreu, Steve Hess. I know him. Nice. And this is a name I won't be able to pronounce right, so sorry in advance. But it's Arikachi Kacha, Aricha, Pragma. Right, like Erica, yeah. Erica Chaiti, Pragmat, Hecti, 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 Wolbang, Nicely done, Steve. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, thank you. Facebook comments, what do we have? Facebook comments, oh boy. I got, I saw one that's that stood out to me, and you guys, I always say this you got to forgive us if you send us a comment or a post, and you know, I'll read it during a week, and then I can never find it again. Thank you, Facebook. But I found this one. It's from Michael C. Leipzig. Did I say that right? Leipzig. 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 Like a line, some bitch. Lonesome. All right, Michael. Uh, he said, hey, guys, enjoyed the last episode, as I always do. You mentioned uh, in suggestions and questions for the show, and he had a thought that crossed his mind. He's interested in what it takes to make a podcast. Uh, I hear you say that you use Skype, and what other software do you use? He's interested in the details. Uh, what software we use to edit the files? Does each person record record their own audio and send it to Kevin? Um, do it, share the details, details. Apples and bananas. Yoder. Uh, <laughs> lovey you, bye. Uh, by the way, what's Steve's catchphrase? I don't know what he means by that. But uh, I have no idea either. But um, no, we could do a show on that. I think we did once already, uh, but we could do an updated show on what it takes to do the podcast or part of a show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went back and looked. I actually listened to it. Uh, episode 30 something. Mm-hmm. That was very uh, early in the days. You yeah. talked about it, but yeah. probably time to do an updated version. Because yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's different. There's definitely different things that I do in the edit uh, that I mm-hmm. wasn't doing back then. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, that's yeah, all I definitely. saw, real quick, dude. Uh, aside from the billion comments on you know the videos that you posted, Steve, uh, from mm-hmm. the Spring Fling. Yep. Uh, so thanks, guys, for commenting and posting. Yeah, and I appreciate all the comments and posting and uh, the you know the live videos and stuff um, that I do. Like the comments on it, it drives me to do more. Just because I technically don't like doing those live videos <laughs> um, because I'm standing there and I'm like trying to enjoy the show. But then I'm watching the helicopters through my phone, which isn't ideal. But yeah, you can't 
really see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Focused on keeping it in the frame. You know, exactly. So I'm trying to focus on that. Plus, like, you know, when I'm trying to record someone like Andrew Molina, who's super fast, that's that's hard. And, you know, other pilots that are very snappy and all over the place, it's very hard to keep track. And it's like, you know, but, you know, I see the comments roll through and it just drives me to continue doing it. So keep them comments coming. Uh, Also, Chris Breams posted a picture of him building well the, what he's building which is the vista grand ep cell mm-hmm. cell plane yeah huge wing huge wing and did you see the video he posted of the uh spoiler operation that he's got dialed in it's pretty cool like a yeah piece that comes up he might have yeah that it's at, like an air break isn't it yeah he might have that at rochester who knows nice so nice oh chris. another post another post that uh from chris i want to uh, not chris Reams. Oh, Chris, Chris Reiber. Yes, I wanted to mention this one, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So why don't you mention it? He posted a picture of a helicopter, a mm-hmm. uh, Synergy 556, and said, I flew a heli today. I think it's an E5, is but yeah. His, uh, yeah, I was going to say, is that his stretch? Yeah, I think so. And he flew a heli today. Congrats, Chris. Congrats. And then I got a, a YouTube <laughs> notification that he uploaded a video of his <laughs> 50-inch extra. Also. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, sorry, Chris. Chris. You know, I got to give you shit for that. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Website comments. Website comments. We have a, uh email from Javier. Uh, he said he wanted to fill us in a little more on the crash that he clued us in about last time. He wanted to clarify that it wasn't the 570, it was the 380 that crashed. Uh, the 570 had a close call, which in the video he's yelling, help, 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 but he hit rescue. He was trying to do some inverted backward circuits. Oh, man, and I've crashed on those, man, in real life and on the sim. Um, and that's when he uh, lost orientation and he hit rescue, but it plowed it in. And uh said the field was really wet. That's why it looked like it landed in a mud swamp. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, yeah, one of the puddles was uh, he had to cross over. It was hard to get to. All right. So the electronics did survive, though, which is great. Yeah. Great to hear. Yep. And he's flying a little line uh, T-Rex 150 doing mm-hmm. some uh, inverted real life inverted falls. Oh, wow. Good for you, Javier. Uh, he's been rewatching a video, adding to views of himself. I cannot believe he was able to do them. And he's looking forward to the spring recap episode yeah so thanks javier thanks for writing javier you gotta get on facebook man get on the facebook man i don't care if you call yourself jeff the man and don't put a picture of yourself don't post anything on there just to have the account so you can look at all our videos like you missed out so many good videos on facebook live because you could be jones soda yeah it doesn't matter i don't care what your name is don't post anything don't post a picture. Don't post anything at all. Just create a bogus account just so you can come and look at these videos. Frederick so, Coffee. Maybe he's waiting for the next is, thing to come out. Instead no, there's something. There's, no, no. There's, yeah, I, I know crazy. there's probably something, but, you know. I, but regardless, like, come on, man. You know, like, you just, it sucks because you're, you're, into this, you're into this hobby so much, and we all know it, you know. The forums are dying. Facebook is kind of where it's at, and, you know. Make Instagram, maybe, you know, but no, you know, posting a one minute video, it's not a full flight, you know, you got to got to get on Facebook, 
create an account, do what you got to do. Just just get on it. All the videos like that I post, I do on the Facebook, the the Freefall page, which is public. So you don't have to join RC Heli Hangouts or CP Helis or any of those groups. Just come to my page. Come to our page. Come on. Let me tell you Get what with people it. used to tell me in high school. You want to be cool, don't you? Everybody's doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve just quit the show. Rage quit! <laughs> oh, we got another email. You didn't read? No, I, I didn't, didn't read it. Okay. Go ahead. I didn't see. Read it away. Check out Craig Jr.'s Twitter page. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did see that. Am I going to have to join a Twitter? I'm, I don't have a Twitter page. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm, I don't do Twitter. I'm not doing no. Twitter either. I can't stand Twitter. Twitter. I can't stand what they do or how. Uh, just, just, I can't. Like, you know, that's me not doing what I need to do to get on Twitter, but screw that. <laughs> I do not want okay. Twitter. I know I just finished telling Javier <laughs> to do what you got to do to get on fucking Facebook. He just said this big, long speech. I know. You got to get on Facebook. He's like, <laughs> but, but, fuck Twitter, fuck, fuck Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> fuck Twitter. I can't stand Twitter. I'm I'm waiting for the day that Twitter gets bought yeah, out and dissolved. The same thing it gets about dissolved Facebook. into the ether. Like, I just, you know. I'm going back to MySpace. Yeah, really. I'd rather go to Friendster. Where I can get like, shit delivered. You know. No, unmentionable shit delivered. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we'll start back up with AOL. Yeah, Prodigy. <sighs> Can't wait. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather do AOL. I'd rather do a GeoCity website. Okay? Like, I'd rather... Br- yeah, I'd rather bring it back... <laughs> Fuck Twitter! I can't stand uh, Netscape. their platform. I'm go to Netscape and type Dude, in Netscape. I'll, 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 I'll install Opera on my Windows PC, man. <laughs> Opera. <All right. laughs> Anyways, off that rant, let's. Uh, <laughs> okay, people, Podbean. People of Podbean. Okay, there is a few things going on on Podbean. Mike Sobe. Uh, Heli Fun, Mike Welch, and Great Eagle Jr. all liked episode 173, Spring Crack and Fling. And PBGFFEE1BF liked episode 170, Total Diversion with Chopsy Chopper. And that looks like it. So thanks, guys. Actually, this is weird because Podbean put the same uh, icon for Great Eagle Jr. as that Star Wars droid I read. That PBG FFEE. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Podbean, but uh, keep them coming. Yep. Keep the hits coming. Keep them coming. All right. <clears throat> so Podbean comments we got here. And Jolson383, six days ago, says, Andy, your Nitro story makes me sad. Emoji icon for tear. Thanks for sharing. I'm going to make a point to check all my electronic connections. Check my shit. I crashed the Rapper 30 last season. Uh, One more flight as the sun was going down. Bad choice. On about my fifth Nitro flight ever. Right after we got the engine and heli tuned, no throttle return spring and the throttle link popped off. With that eek emoji icon. Yeah, I was so lucky that the car went low instead of high. Frame was destroyed, but no chicken dance or damaged clutch parts. Hmm, that is lucky. Uh, let's see. Nice podcast, guys. Makes the 40-minute drive to work less sucky. 
keep up the great work or good work. Sorry. Nice. Oh boy. Steve ad libbing. Okay. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Cue the music. Gray Eagle Jr. Three days ago. It's time for a happy breakfast. All these SAB goblin eggs are cracking. Sounds like rabbits got busy after Easter. Humpty Dumpty, better get off that wall. Make outside Greta again. Yoder be with you. Attend I could not, the Virginia place. TikTok greatness heaven with showers. My outdoor basement is so empty. Dr. Helly Reader is my favorite, for my words have songs of angles em- emanating emanate from your gullet of speaking. Okay, serious, seriously, serious talk below. I encourage all you Stratopod casters to turn on your scary screens and get those thumbs a moving or pinching. No bashing about flying. Get to get to brain twerking to fly like birds and other kinds of things that are not birds. I'll be checking on you like Santa's tooth fairy. My mouth speaking of words are going to be a t-shirt. I want one. Yesterday, please. T-shirt I will wear every day even while sleeping. TikTok integrateness, words of fabric from my soul. I love your Strayo podcasters. I'm honored by allowed to sit at your invisible table. I love to scramble eggs. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I'm just going to put that at the end so you know that I'm done. <laughs> okay, that was the most scariest one yet. Uh, for some reason. It really stalker. Because he said the Dr. Helly reader is my favorite. That's why. Isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> it was very. Kevin's scary. getting worried. Uh. I'm looking Santa's tooth fairy. Santa's tooth fairy. I'm watching. We you need that TikTok into greatness shirt, though. We do. So somebody send us send us a link where we can get T-shirts. No, no, I'll, I'll make them. <laughs> I, I have them? a blank. I have a blank. Um, well, not blank. It has the motion already on it, so I just have to burn the screen. But I have a I have a blank screen that I can burn things on and. Could put free fall RC podcast and then TikTok into greatness. No, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put TikTok into greatness as a quote. You know, it'll say like Dash Gray Eagle Junior on it. Yes. Right. So to because I mean I I don't want us to take ownership of that. Like we didn't think that up. Gray Eagle Junior did right. So every shirt that we do put that on, I want to make sure that credit is given to where credits do right. So. So I want to quote that and put it on the shirt. So I'm going to put that on the screen. Probably not that alone. I'll probably also put like other things like um, for us, I'm going to have that screen like basically uh, sectioned off. So we could have our like names on the over our, our, our like breast pocket area, you know, on the front of the shirt. Right. And I'm thinking like that TikTok and the greatness can go where we normally put um free our skies you know on the top of the back okay we can put that quote there or we can put it somewhere else or i could just maybe you know other ideas i've had is put that quote on the back but then on the front do the free 4 podcast logo you know 
So, so I have ideas. Um, but I'm gonna definitely make it because I'm, I'm pretty close to, uh, screen printing shirts. I have, all the supplies. I just have to build the actual screen pressing machine, which I have a bunch of wood in the in the garage, so I can pretty much build that anytime I need to. Cool. So, so that'll be coming soon. Um, for sure. All right. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so three days ago, Ian Funkin Joel says. Badass on the shirt idea. I'll take one. I'm willing to be bad. Great Eagle Jr. is pretty educated because there's got to be method to the madness. LOL. Happy flying guys. Yes, I think so too. You can't. Uh, we were talking about this at the at, at Spring Fling. You know, it was like Walt. Um, it was Walt, me, Kevin, um, Kyle, and then Andy there and with team on the right of him. And we were kind of we kind of went into the like you know Great Eagle Jr. stuff like. It's insane. Like he doesn't make sense, but he does somehow. And I, I think I mentioned that it's kind of like poetry almost. Like it, you know, when you read the whole thing, it makes sense, but it's weird. <laughs> you know how it makes sense. So. Yes. I wonder if we could figure out who it is and have him call into the show or something. Shit, I'll have him come on the show. Like I'd like to talk to him. You know. Now I wonder. I don't think he'd be. I don't think he talks like this, the way he writes. I think he writes like this on purpose. I mean, but if he but if he does talk like this, that's even more of a reason I want to talk to him. Because I was going to be like, what? What? <laughs> what? I'd be, like, be like that guy from Super Troopers. I'm getting freaked out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulled over. I am pulled over. What did he say? He, he's like, uh, the... the, the um, Smorgasbord tastes like smor- whatever that uh, word. Schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Schnozberry, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go. Yeah. So Ian, uh, and then to Ian fucking Joel's response. <laughs> I love it. Gray Eagle Junior says, "I'll wear. I wear that shirt with pride. This even while sleeping in the shower. <laughs> Use of language is a suggestion. I went to school to learn. Wait, I went to school to learn to know nothing." Same here. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks guys for for leaving us those awesome comments. Yeah. Um, and we will. I will. Hopefully, try to. Uh, my my goal is to have these shirts like tested, the whole process refined, to have them for our fun fly, like to have them in June. So that'd be cool. Uh, maybe it'll be sooner. Maybe it'll be you know, but no later than that. So no later than June twenty first. I want to have a, at least this set up, the the whole thing set up so I can make these shirts and repeatable, you know. And that's the whole part of screen printing be be able to get the same level of of print every single time. So yes. So yeah. All right. Uh, iTunes review. There's nothing new on iTunes. Okay. I think I mentioned it a couple day a couple episodes ago that like you know. There's going to be some incentive to leave us an iTunes review. You did. Yeah. Should I let people in on that? If you should want. I let you guys in on that? You should let us in on it. <laughs> okay. Maybe after the show, I'll let you guys in on it. And we're, we're going to make our listeners wait another episode, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that. Yeah, All right. Ready for the outro? I'm ready. All right. Kevin, you want to take it this time? Sure. As fast as you can. It's the key. All right. Do I have to breathe in real heavy? I, no. If you have that type of lung capacity to go for it. 
Drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefall at rc at gmail.com. I feel like Crazy Eddie. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com, freefallrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Let us know if you want to add anything and we'll get around to it. Nah. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field, Audio and Video Productions, other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Fall RC Podcast, <laughs> sitting next to the FT Community Cast. Uh, Mike and Patrick, and of course our good buddy David. Love you, Dave. Uh, our fellow podcasters, the RC Heli Hooligans. Walt Come on, Andy. You got this. Mike, Mike, Mike. He said Walt Ned. Said Walt Ned. And Mike, Mike and Mike. Telerotor Podcast. Mike, Mike. Rob and Mike. And Mike. RC After Hours Podcast. Mike, Chris, and Andre. The and Mike, Mike. BKRC Mike Podcast. Bert, Mike, Cameron, and Kyle, Mike, Stacy. And Mike and Mike. The RC Roundtable Podcast. It's Terry and Lee and Mike. And, and Mike. Flight Test Podcast. <laughs> Mike, Mike, and Michael. Mikey, too. That's Mikey. And our buddy, the very special, the one and only, well, they're two and only, Bill and YouTube, one and two. Michael, Bill, and... Yes. Happy birthday, Bill. Esquire. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bill. All right. <laughs> so, want to say thanks to everybody we saw at Spring Fling. It was great to mm-hmm. see you guys. Yep. Really, I consider you guys my extended family. I, I enjoy talking to you guys, and I hope, you know, uh, if you took the time to say hi, I, I didn't blow you off. I don't think I did. But So, I wanted to say thanks. All right. So, thanks all to right. all our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Right. Take care. See you. Bill, Bill, Bill. That is Sorry, Bill. Fast. But you know, not really I feel a little better. Right? Emails at free4c at gmail.com. Like us on facebook.com slash free4c podcast. Check out our webpage. I thought I was doing a better job at at the fellow podcasters and you guys were like uh. well i wanted andy to do all the real names and i just wanted to be mike 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 every time <laughs> mike 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 that was <laughs> because at the, you even that at the, the spring, last time i was killing me yeah dude, it's crazy because even at the the uh the street play like, you know rob monty comes up to me it's like yeah it's the mike 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 show <laughs> <laughs> like yes nice yep Nice, nice, dude. So, dude, I remembered something uh, while we were all standing around talking, and uh, eh, I'm, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> there was a little implication as to who's funding the Freefall RC podcast. What? Yeah, there was a few people jokingly claiming that we were being funded by certain uh, manufacturers of helicopters, and what? Yeah, I was like. Uh, yeah, the, I can't wait to buy my second house with the money that I'm getting from Bert Kammer on the podcast. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, no, that's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. um, whoever whoever said that, you're wrong. <laughs> hey, why are you guys holding out on me? I want some of this. Uh... Oh, damn it. Cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> wrong. Oh, shit. I, I also have to say that I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll, <laughs> even though it was three JFK years. JFK shot first. Even though it was three years before I was born. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry about that. just want to publicly state that I am sorry.
Oh boy. <laughs> Secret Service coming to your house. <laughs> um Yeah. So that's that's interesting that someone would have thought that. I mean I, I'm guessing I don't know why. I mean what, because I'm on the team. I'm on a lot of his I'm sponsored by a lot of his stuff. I don't know. No. No. I mean gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? 